Bad snap. Bobble. Oh. Scoops oh. up. Here come the Spartans. Touchdown, MSU. From WDBM East Lansing, you're listening to the Green and White Report, a production from Impact Sports. This is your source for sports news, debates, and more for Michigan State, Detroit, and the rest of the sports world. All right, all right. Super Bowl Sunday. Happy Sunday, Julian. Thank you. Appreciate it. Happy Sunday. Some would say the biggest Sunday of the year. Some would say. Some would say. It is Sunday, February 2nd. Somehow it is now February. It's it's ridiculous. What it's happened? February. What happened to January? It seems like just yesterday it was, oh, I'm a day late. I love the things where it was like, you know how I'm when the new year starts and you go, I remember 2019 like it was oh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Those are the jokes I live for. <laughs> That's the reason why I get out of bed in the morning. It was crazy because there's a bunch of people on Twitter going, January has been the longest month. And I, it felt like it flew to me. Yeah, it. Yeah, I think it did too. I don't know. It's whatever. Super Bowl Sunday. It's also Groundhog's Day. It is today. It which, is. if my sources are correct, I believe Punxsutawney Phil has predicted an early spring this year. Wow. And Beautiful. I've been. I get this. I did some. I took a look into some research today. Um, I'm gonna read you a couple things that I found. So, um, first of all, Groundhog Day this year takes place on an extra significant day. Is today is a palindrome. Which means what? the date reads the same way forward as it does backwards. So 0202-2020. Wow. It's a palindrome. I don't know. This this seems like rare to me. This is great. This is like this seems like finding like uh like an infinity stone almost. <laughs> and that's kind of where I put the, I don't know. I'm sure palindromes happen all the time. I just don't I gotta savor this day for the sake of it being a palindrome. This is this is a palindrome. Punxatani Phil, early spring. Is also February, Black History Month. Yes. Let's go. Good. The Snapchat filters the there. The Snapchat I, filters. That's there. how I know every year <laughs> when I find the Snapchat filter. Also, Groundhog Day this year obviously coincides with the Super Bowl. Only the second time Super Bowl Sunday has fallen on February 2nd. Oh, really? Last time was in 2014. On this day, Punxsutawney Phil saw his shadow. And the Seahawks routed the Denver Broncos 43 to 8. And Phil's prediction for six more weeks of winter that year was spot on as brutally cold and snowy weather lasted well into March. So, as if you want to believe in all the juju going on here, uh, if Punxsutawney Phil was spot on last Super Bowl Sunday, then that only means he's going to be spot on this Super Bowl Sunday, which means we might see a blowout in the Super Bowl and we're going to probably have an early spring. I don't know, what his, I don't I, know what his success rate is. Yeah, what's his win loss? I'm trying to find it. I I remember hearing, like when I would bring this up in conversation, like in the past, that he was like horrible. Like it was like thirty something percent that he was correct. But then I saw something on Wikipedia that he was eighty percent correct, and I I only trust trust Wikipedia. So <laughs> so do you believe it? Because I'm I'm not gonna lie. I like don't keep up of what happens on Groundhog yeah, Day. Don't I don't really know. care. It's don't like, think it's true. I every year I'm like, you know what? I don't care. I don't believe in I don't believe in it. But every year on February second I find myself <laughs> Googling like what do you like what are we looking like today? Because there's just that false hope of of waiting for it to be spring, yeah. you know? It's like ah, you know, didn't see the shadow. So who knows? But I don't know. I mean I don't know what the whole science behind it is. I, for the longest time was convinced that there's some science about how the shadow and groundhogs like the the synergy between the species and the like sunlight, and I don't think that's true at all. I think it's just some gimmick that someone made up, but whatever. Um, I do have to preface today. I'm losing my voice today, so I I apologize in advance for 
Oh, you sound great. I sound like I, I've been like chain smoking, like Marlboro Reds, which is not the case. Don't don't do drugs. Don't do. You know, Trent and I were driving. We we went to Wisconsin. We stopped at a gas station, and there's a sign. I don't think I ever really realized, but a pack of Marlboros was like seven bucks. Yeah, they, and that's I, that's ridiculous that it's seven. I mean, not ridiculous in terms of like, oh, it should yeah. be cheaper, but like seven bucks. They don't make it easy. I can buy a lot of other things camping. for seven bucks, which yeah. is like, come on now, if you're you're out here smoking, let's spend the money more wisely. Seven bucks at a gas station meet in a gas station for me turns into like two bags of flaming hot Cheetos, a pack of peanut M and M's. And like a a brisk, like a nice tall brisk. Oh, so lemonade, good! So, you know? And people are out here spending that on cigarettes. I know, right? You can get all of that for seven bucks versus a pack of cigs. Exactly. Um, we'll have to do today on our Super Bowl Sunday here. Um, I also put in. I don't know what episode this is. It's one thirty something. So I put one three question mark. One three question. We've been very um, behind on keeping up to, with that, but that's kind of impressive. Four or five, something like that. Sure, whatever. Maybe. Question mark. We'll roll with it. A uh, lot to do today. Uh, MSU basketball on the slate. We have some MSU baseball to talk with Luke Sloan. We do. Spring is in the air. Not really, but according to Phil, it is. So <laughs> according to Phil. We will talk some MSU baseball. Of course, the Bachelor recap Sparty Awards today. In the spirit of you and Trent traveling to Wisconsin, travel essentials, which is good. It's good for the people. We need to talk about this. It is. I'm going on spring break in a month to Miami, which is also why now that it's February 2nd, Huge. pressure's on for the spring break pod. I've been doing well. I've We've lost a couple pounds. I think I'm getting a little slimmer in I the face. You look slim and trim. You Thank look good. You. So I, the, we, the pressure's on for that. Uh, we will also do an NBA All-Star Game draft. We'll talk about that whole, uh, the snubs, changing the format, uh, and we will draft our own teams there. And then finally, the Super Bowl. Some fun prop picks and whatnot. Uh, if you want to join the show today, text us at 517-884-8989. I don't even bother throwing out the phone number anymore because I'm going to read the wrong one and we can't work the phone. <laughs> Um, either way, you can also tweet us during the show at WDBM Sports with the hashtag GWReport. All right, let's get rolling here. Before we get into uh, uh, the MSU basketball, obviously we have some somber news to talk about, and I know it's now been a week since this all happened. Uh, Ryan Collins and I talked about this on the Motown Rundown, so um, Collins, if you want to jump in, by all means. Uh, obviously today, a week a week from or a week ago today, uh, we, the sports world and the world in general uh, suffered a pretty big loss. Kobe Bryant obviously passing away at the age of 41 on a helicopter crash with his daughter Gianna, who is 13 years old. We also want to send thoughts and prayers not only the Bryant family but everyone else involved in that uh, hor- horrific uh, incident as well. Um, I guess we can just kind of start with reactions. And for me, um, I really don't think it's set in yet, even a week away from it all happening. And it's been a week of just, I don't want to say, you know, I've been losing sleep. Because admittedly, I'm not a, I was never a big, I was a fan of Kobe. I'm not a big Kobe fan. Um, Obviously not a Lakers fan. I'm a Pistons fan. But growing up in the era where Kobe Bryant was the guy for basketball, not just the guy for basketball, but the guy for sports, and then I was actually working on Sunday, this last Sunday, and I had someone come up to me and be, be like, hey, you having a good day? And I'm like, yeah, I have a pretty good day. He's like, you want to have it ruined? I'm like, not really. And he's like, Kobe died. And I'm like, my initial thought was like, Kobe who? And he's yeah. like, Kobe Bryant. I'm like, like no, he, like, no, he's not dead. Like, I, like, he was on TV last week or, or last night even with LeBron. I was like, he's not dead. And he was like, I hate to tell you, man, but like he passed away in a helicopter accident. And that is when I was kind of like, Oh damn! Because like obviously everyone really knows Kobe. That's how he uses his travels, the helicopter, and it was kind of a weird. Like obviously I don't know Kobe. It was this weird, like just sinking feeling of like wow. Like you just find like it's like a pit in your stomach of just 
it, it was the most unbelievable, incomprehensible thing for someone that I always thought was, I, mean, I would go as far as to say as I took for granted, is just being someone who, and, and, and many people were saying this in the media, Kobe was a guy that you thought was going to be around the game until he was into his 80s, you know, and we were going to, you know, Kobe was one day going to pass away just from old age and we we're going to celebrate his life and whatever. To me, when when he passed away last Sunday, there was like no celebration of life. It was like, this sucks. Like, this is the most brutal thing. In my memory of of sports heroes, you know, passing away in tragic fashions, like this is like probably one of the... It, has to be number one. Not that you like rank these things, but I know Roberto Clemente was a big thing. Thurman Munson was a big thing that my dad was telling me. But this was just, I mean, earth shattering to me. Yeah, it was it was huge. I remember I was sitting talking with my buddy uh, at the cabin Acres, and we're just sitting there having a conversation. And then our you know Impact Sports group chat starts blowing up, and people start sending, "Yo, Kobe just died." And I remember getting the notifications and sitting there and looking at it. And then I went straight to Twitter, went, saw the report from TMZ, and I was like, okay, this is fake. Exactly. Like, I, TMZ, I'm not going to believe this until a, a larger organization, the Times, pick it up, some ESPN picks it up. Right. And so I sat there and waited and waited. And then, you know, I ran upstairs to my room, you know, FaceTime my dad, and I was like, yo, did, have you heard? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, I don't know if it's true yet, don't know what's going on. And then I just kind of sat there on the phone with him in, until, because uh, Michigan State played Minnesota that day, until um, it ran on CBS, and then they went through it. And then I saw the Times start to release more and more, de- LA Times start to release more and more details. Um, and then eventually ESPN picked it up, and it was just, I mean, you said it, I, me and my dad, especially because, you know, it's, I get it starting with him, but we, we've both never been, Kobe fans. We were, mm-hmm. you know, the people who were, oh, Kobe's not better than Jordan. Kobe isn't yeah. this. Kobe isn't that. Um, and it, it's the same thing for me. It's like no matter how you felt about him, whether you were he was your idol, your hero, or you were on the other side of, oh, I'm not a Kobe's fan, I'm not a Lakers fan, I think just the whole part of, of lives cut short, whether not just his, his daughter who was 13, the rest of the people on that helicopter, the seven other victims, it's it's just lives cut short that you, you never – would expect to happen and you never you never hope to happen you never think would happen in your life and i think uh, trina said it a bunch of times but the the whole stat or the information that he retired and he had played in the nba longer than he had been retired mm-hmm. and, and been able to just be away from the game is is crazy and um yeah i just haven't you know i like you said i haven't lost sleep but i guess it's just been a weird way of processing it yeah Cause I don't know for for me I guess I, I've always been you know really bad with just like quote unquote grief and and stuff like that and I found myself like avoiding you know all right. these tribute videos and all these tweets and all this you know all this stuff just because I felt like that made me sadder about it yeah and I guess it, it, yeah while it hasn't been oh man I lost my hero my idol it's been man he he was forty one his daughter was thirteen the rest of the um the players and parents on that helicopter the pilot like. They all have people to go home to, lives to to finish up, and the fact that, you know, they don't get a chance to is, is it's heartbreaking. Yeah, and I I also think too I'm just the way, I would describe of like my processing of it was just I I would find myself just kind of sitting there and like days after of just like, he's really dead, isn't he? And it just you can't believe it. And to yeah. me, as you said, I when it first came out, I was like. There's no way because he was with LeBron last night in Philly and it's Kobe. And there was this feeling of just immortality to him that he was this 
obviously like I think of of when you think of athletes becoming personalities and like celebrities yeah he was one of the ultimate when it comes to that like he just his brand of the mamba mentality and what he meant to so many people and i know that he meant a lot more to other people than myself but you're just kind of sitting there and even today as i sit here a week later and you've seen you know all the nba tributes in game all the tribute videos all the people that have their stories to share about kobe and every time you see it it's just heartbreaking but i to me at least i always feel like tomorrow there's going to be a report that like he wasn't involved in the crash you know what i mean like it was just yeah. I, I just it's at such a weird feeling and you're right about life life being cut short and and the fact that his daughter was with him is just i think the most deflating and crushing thing about the whole thing about anyone dying that young is and the other girls her age that were involved in the crash um but it's just so surreal and it and it you 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 see things like this in your initial thing when you try to pull away lessons from it is just you know, you got to cherish every day, you know, tell people that you love them, don't yeah. hold the grudges, whatever. And that's so hard to do in the grand scheme of things. And in the back of my mind, the way I try to live my life, that's that's a very big, you know, point that I try to live my life by, like, make every day count, you know, have positive interactions. And when you're going to school and you're, you know, you got things to do and, you know, the days kind of blend together and you're, you know, sitting on your couch for six hours a day watching sports, like, it's hard to capture that essence but it's just a reminder of you know that's like it's true like that's it's kobe someone that we didn't think was going to be taken away from us like this at all and the fact that he was like he didn't get to say goodbye and didn't really get to see it coming makes it all that much worse but um do you have a favorite memory from watching kobe growing up or or anything that in particular that he meant to you as far as what he stood for yeah i think you know trent and i talked about this on our trip to wisconsin but one of one of my favorite moments and a moment that I think like really kind of defines what Kobe was and what the mama mentality was, was in 2013 when he tore his Achilles and then walks back out on the floor, takes those two free throws. It's just, it's one of the, you know, there's a lot of, I think sports is one of those things that provides you with, with moments like that where you kind of, you get to see what it's possible for the human body to do. Mm -hmm. And it's possible for somebody with enough willpower, enough, you know, mental strength to push themselves to do and, you know, to go out there with a torn Achilles. I mean, I think almost everyone knew it watching it, even as looking back at the clips earlier this morning, as I was refreshing my memory on it, but the announcer on, on NBA TV, he even says Achilles. Yeah. But now he backtracked because he's like, I'm not a doctor, I'm an announcer, but he says Achilles. Yeah. And and Kobe goes out there, you can see the pain on his face as he stands there, takes the free throws, but he knows, I got to knock these two in. And it's just... To me, that's the definition of, you know, what he he strived for in his career and his life, and that's to to give his all, his everything, every single last piece of him, um, into it all, and to to do it, you know, as best as you possibly can. And when I look back at at Kobe and what I want to do with the rest of my life and career, it's consistently put that you know I want to give my everything to what all I want to do. I think for me, and as cliche as it is, um, his last game was just awesome. And yeah. and to see, it was almost this moment for me of like, well, I'm getting old. Like I remember every I, all my memories that I have of watching NBA basketball as a kid and with my dad and with my friends and playing 2K, like Kobe isn't like just based on the how the years lined up, Kobe's in that conversation. You know what I mean? Yep. So to see him 
close off the career like that. And it was, dude, it was, I mean, it might as well have been like a movie premiere or like an award show ceremony. That's how my, it was. The, all eyes were on the game. You know, I, I don't watch NBA basketball every night like I do, you know, football or, or hockey or, or baseball. But you turn the game on. You're, I'm sitting there with my friends. I'm just like, okay, this is the last time we're going to see him play. And he dropped 60 as Kobe does. And it was just, it was just awesome to see how much that guy meant to so many people of just, but like beyond basketball, but on the floor of just watching greatness, because whatever you say, you know, I don't even care to have the conversation of who's the greatest basketball player of all time anymore. I just like don't because Kobe has to be mentioned in that conversation. And it just, again, to so many people, he meant so much. And obviously we don't want to spend a ton of time on it because it is sad news. And Colin, do you want to jump in here? I, okay, I, I know he just died, and it's very sad. He's not in the discussion for the best player of all time. Let's just be honest here. Come on. I mean, I think he would come be. On. Come on. I think he would be. Rest in peace, but come on. I mean— you don't think he's one of the best I, I, basketball he's players? One of the, he's one played? of the best. I think I, he's the yeah. most—I think he, you looked at him in probably, like, top three or four cultural, like, basketball players who shaped the game of basketball and, like, what it meant to basketball. But you, like, looked at, like, best players of all time. He's probably not up there. Because you, you're, I, I don't know. That's just what I like when you look back at his numbers and all that stuff. I know it's different looking back at numbers and like what he actually was because when, like, he was a very inefficient player, but it still didn't matter. Like, he was the best player in the league for about three or four years. I'm just saying. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. No, no. And I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He's not, you, he's not up there. Come on. You have a point. And it, it is what it is. I do the last thing I wanted to, to hit on because. I was watching it the other night when the Lakers played the Trailblazers. Um, Le- well, actually, two things I guess I want to hit on. One, the LeBron speech and what he said. First off, to all the people who, you know, especially after the news came out and then even with this tribute, LeBron, no one has to say anything. And the the fact that LeBron took that, stood in the middle of the floor, and he said what he said is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, you know, there's a lot of times we do take LeBron um, – for now, I can't think of the word I'm trying to say. For granted, um, and for what he does, and to to do that, to be the guy who lost a brother, who who mm-hmm. truly lost somebody who was a part of his family, and have to sit in the middle of a floor and tell a bunch of of grieving fans, you know, that it's gonna be okay, and in memory of him, and even to his his own family, Vanessa and the kids, that it, you know, kind of in that speech that it's gonna be okay. I mean, it it takes strength and it takes heart to do that and he didn't have to do that i didn't need him to do that but he did it and i think that was great and then the other part um i, I saw this in some tweets and i think it's it's worth it to bring it up um but you know you look at kobe and there's no you gotta you look at the whole story and obviously i think it was 2003 with the the allegations the accusations of sexual assault and whatever have you in that case it is what it is um but out of all of this out of all the people saying idol and hero and everything there are a group and a large group of sexual assault relationship violence survivors that are all feeling and all have to sit and watch this and they all have feelings about this as well. And so I do want to make sure that we spread the news out there that while this is happening, be mindful that everyone is feeling this in very different ways, mm-hmm. whether that's grief, whether that's um, you know sexual assault survivors who are all feeling this, watching a man who you know has these accusations being you know, crowned as a hero and said that he, you know, whatever it is that a lot of people are feeling in this and that this isn't just a basketball world problem. This is, this is everything. This is a large majority of people who are going to feel for this. 
Yep, well said. But obviously, Kobe Bryant, uh, a name that we will never forget, at least as long as I live. Uh, so uh, rest in peace to him, his daughter Gianna, and then everyone else involved in the crash. But let's move on now. Um, we'll talk MSU basketball. A uh, couple games that we have to kind of cover here. We'll go through them quickly. Uh, Michigan State beating Minnesota on the road 70-52. to uh, this was last week. They beat Northwestern 79-50 to at home on Wednesday. And, of course, dropping the game to Wisconsin on the road yesterday, 64-63. to uh, In that game, Cassius Winston leading all scorers with 23 points. Rocket Watts was second in command with 16 points. Um, so, going back to last week, the loss to Indiana was definitely a game that you want to have back. Um, obviously, a very, very slow start in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about it, and a slow start to this Wisconsin game as well. But going back to that Indiana game, the team then responds with two big wins. Minnesota on the road in a very dominating fashion is a great win. Obviously, Northwestern, one of the weaker teams in the Big Ten, but you take care of business handedly at home. So from the Indiana game to those two games, what did you see from this team that really flipped the switch and changed the momentum from you know a, a, a pretty bad loss to take and then to two big wins and kind of flipping the script there. Well, I think uh, for for one thing, you have to look at the lineup changes that Izzo made in that Minnesota game and see that the the energy and changes that brought to this basketball team. Malik Holland at the four spot, he was much more aggressive. He has, to me, much more of the size to be able to defend on that end of the floor versus Marcus Bingham, who, you know, for for everything we've seen from him this season, he still has an issue of getting bullied. Uh, by yeah. guys in the paint and in, in the inside area. Malik Hall provides you a little bit more of that size, that weight, that strength down low, and I thought that was a big switch. Obviously, the biggest switch of them all is moving Aaron Henry to the bench, and I thought once he checked into the game, he brought the energy that was necessary. I don't think, you know, in, in a while, um, seeing him be so demonstrative on the floor, I mean, he came out ready to go. He was jumping passing lanes. He was, you know, locked in on his defender. He played well offensively, putting the ball on the floor, taking it in. And I thought that was everything you kind of are hoping Aaron Henry can be throughout this season is that that game is what he does night in and night out. So I thought that was a good move. I don't necessarily think they came out, you know, fast and blazing out of the gates. Um, It was better than Indiana. But I think the biggest part is Minnesota missed a ton of shots early. I mean, Gabe Kalischer probably, I don't don't remember the first half stats, but he he misses a majority of those three-point licks he had in that first half. He ends up three for nine um, from three-point range, 412 from the field overall. But, I mean, they don't miss how – I mean, Indiana hit everything in that first half, and even Wisconsin, they hit a lot in the first half um, of this this past game. And so Minnesota, they come out, they miss a lot, kind of allows State to take that time that they have been using to feel out teams to still run away with it and come away with a convincing win. But I think those lineup changes and the fact that they had a better start in Minnesota also really struggled to start this one. So then you you come off two big wins, and now you go to Wisconsin, and we'll get into that game. Um, Before we break that game down, it's. I think a lot of people are getting frustrated with seeing these. You know, you see these highs of the thirty point, twenty some point wins. Yeah. And then you know, of course, on the road, Michigan State three and three this year. Um, but then you go into a game like Wisconsin where they're missing two of their best players, and you go, okay, this is an easy win. Like you get in and get out, whatever, uh, and you kind of blow it. And I think that people are getting frustrated with. I don't know if it's Tom Izzo or just the team in general of not being able to. Get get this kind of stuff done. So, what are the inconsistencies that you see in this team's game that where you take them from such a high and bring them to a low like a loss a loss at Wisconsin? I just for one thing, 
I think the biggest thing, and it's been hard for me because I've you know been in the locker room trying to ask questions, trying to see Izzo is answering all these questions from everyone else. It's been hard to figure out what has been the issue for them starting games. I, I think to me, you look at this team and the three losses on the road that they've taken, it has all been the fact that they have just, in the first half, not come to play. The defense has been awful. The offense has been awful. I don't know what it is that for an entire first half of play, they just aren't rising to the occasion. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's you step into Wisconsin and say, oh, they're missing Brad Davidson, they're missing Kobe King. This is easy. This is light work. And then you don't come out ready to go. But that doesn't excuse Indiana, who I just don't understand what is the, 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 the step they have to take to get there. And, you know, Izzo in his press conference the other day, uh, he said – it, he put it on himself. He pretty much said that he got the players ready for the X's and O's, and they seemed ready for the X's and O's, but he didn't do his job in getting them ready, you know, to come out and play hard in the first half. And I, I just, it's hard to say and sit here and give you an answer of when that's going to turn around or even, you know, what they have to do to make it better. But for me, you're not going to beat teams if you take an entire first half to feel them out and get into the game. It's just not going to happen. And it's against Wisconsin. They get themselves in a hole and you have to play from behind for the entire second half, and it's it's just a case of too little too late. It's just not going to happen when you have to make key plays. You have to make key stretches. You have to go on a run. You have to do this to get yourself out of, I think it was a 16-point hole at halftime. Mm-hmm. Now, one player that I think took a lot of criticism yesterday after that game was Xavier Tillman. Uh, 14 rebounds, 7 points. Missed a lot of shots around the rim, and, and that's one thing that I remember watching Nick Ward and even Tillman in years past that really frustrated me with is the, was the inconsistencies around the glass. Um, while we know that Tillman is obviously capable of playing much better than he did against Wisconsin, do you think that we're just expecting too much out of his game and what he should be contributing to this team? So I'll start first with the fact that, no, I don't think you're expecting too much. I, I think him being able to finish around the rim, not going up soft, not you know going up weak, is something that should be expected. Like he He needs to be better in that aspect. That was bad yesterday. It's inexcusable. It's inexcusable for him to be a leader on this team and to not like you got to finish those plays. That's just that's plain and simple. He had a bunch of defensive mistakes as well, especially in that first half. I mean, he basically leaves Nate Reavers for a bunch of open threes. And I mean, I don't personally, I look, you know, I don't know what they get on their scouting report, but I do my prep before games and I look at stuff. and, And Nate Reavers is plain and simple. Like, that's the one guy that he he pops out and shoots. Like maybe he isn't doing it at a amazing clip, but he he's gonna take those shots, and it's inexcusable to not be in his face, not be in his grill, to miss layups at the rim. And so for one part, no, I don't think you're expecting too much. Um, it's Xavier Tillman lost from that game yesterday. Like that's no, wrong. No, I don't think that's right. No, there's no bones about that. No. He makes two. He makes at least one of those layups. They're probably it, it's a different game. I say that. I just want to put that out there for the Nets that I'm about to say. People that are getting on at Xavier Tillman need to back off because that's what he's been their best player since the Duke game. He has. Like, he really has been their best player since the Duke game. And the Indiana game, I, I get it. You got to finish that at the rim. That was, a t- that was a tougher shot than a lot of people gave him credit for. Like, he wasn't expecting to get that ball. Yesterday, he was bad. He just was not good. It was probably one of the worst teams he's played since Maui. But people... Get off the Xavier Tillman, like, hatred then. Like, I, I, I saw too much of that yesterday on Twitter. Like, he, he's probably been their best player. Like, Cash has had 23, maybe the most quiet 23 I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> he has 18 every game. I don't know how he gets it. Yeah. It's incredible. 
Yeah, I. I uh, so I disagree with the first point. I do agree with the second one. I so, think, so what? What is the point? You're... So what I want to say: Tillman didn't lose them this game, and what lost in this I, game is that they came out slow in the first half and allowed Wisconsin to shoot a blazing fifty-eight percent from the field. You're not that, winning that, basketball that, games like that. No that matter, is fair, but at the same time, he makes at least two of those. But three. Kyle Lawrence also throws a key turnover in the first half that would have changed know. the game and allowed a Pritzel three or no a four three I think. No, I get that, but I, I know you looked at it that way, and that's right. If you like, if you looked at the grand scheme of things, if they come out like fast, but at that point in the game, you're down four points and you miss three consecutive layups. Yeah. It, you, and, and Michigan State was clamping Wisconsin in the last like ten minutes of that second half. The last seven minutes and thirty seconds, Wisconsin did not score a bucket, and neither did Michigan State. But I'm just that's saying, an excuse, you, whether it's Tillman or not. For seven yeah. minutes and thirty seconds, neither team put up a bucket. And, and, like, they come out of the timeout and they call that play for Tillman. Aaron Wide Henry open. also had a bad turnover on a block. Well, uh, we can talk about this. Block, Aaron Henry cannot be trusted with the basketball at late-game situations. It's crazy that Tom Izzo was calling the plays at, at, I at mean, this I juncture. I mean, I think that's, that's where you want him. Aaron Henry on the block? Yeah, well, if he down the stretch, he's proven that he turns the ball over in crucial situations. I, I, Mattel I, I, has pretty much every player without the last name Cassius Winston. I mean, without the last name Winston. That's fair. Lots I'm just turn- saying. I, I know. Well, I know. Well, I, I, like, just call but a play I, for Cassius then down the stretch. But that's I, what every defense is keying in on. Like, I don't, I don't, there's no, I have no issue with giving the ball to Aaron Henry on the block. Like, this is what it's going to have to happen. No, Like, I, at the end, in the march, Winston is not going to be, they're going to send double teams at him. Somebody else has to score. I completely agree with you, and I've, I've been echoing that Aaron Henry has to be better for this team if they want to actually make a legitimate run in March. But uh, yeah, yeah, at some point when you're on the road, and um, my brother always says this, he said, why does Izzo not call timeouts? Like, like you see Steve Peichel, someone goes on a run and calls a timeout in like two seconds. He's like, I'm going to nip this in the bud. Like his usage of timeouts yesterday and – I get he's trying to teach lessons, and winning the Big Ten is not necessarily the most important thing, I think, for this team. And it, it, you've won it the last two years. I understand it's important, but like at the same time, they're like, we want to go to the Final Four and make a run at the national title. I understand he wants to like teach lessons. But like there's certain things. You can't keep going to Tillman after he misses like two layups. You can't go to Aaron Henry down the stretch after what you saw at Indiana, him not being able to like corral the ball in big team situations. At some point, you got to be like, hey, let's win this game with the pieces we have and not have a teaching lesson. I feel like it's a teaching lesson every time they go on the road. Yeah, but see, so I'm like, I'm 50-50 because I agree. I think Watts should have definitely had the ball more than he did in the second half to close out the game. Hooping. But also at the same time, for every great shot Watts hits – he takes a bad one. No, that's fair. And then he's also, a volume shooter. Izzo, it's I don't know. People always demand Izzo to be a different coach than what he is. Like I'm no, sorry, it's not going to happen. And what he gives you, Tillman is a guy. He's a vet. Yes. And it's bad. Like people, I think got upset. It's basketball. Shots aren't going to fall one day. And he goes yeah. three of fifteen. He misses some bad ones, but he also takes some good ones that just don't fall. He had a good right hand jump hook that just didn't go down. No, I I agree. I just I he's got to finish those bunnies. Obviously, I agree. yeah. Like he has. obviously, he does. And, and like you said about Izzo, I think that's a great point, though. I think people lose sense of what, like, Izzo's, like, main, like, goal is. 
Like, he's frustrating to deal with as a Michigan State fan because, like, you look back two years ago when Michigan State had Miles Bridges, Jaron Jackson, they'd be stomping teams the first until the first TV timeout, yeah. and they would make it a sub for Matt McQuaid every single time, basically letting the team come back into the game for, like, no reason. But that was that's just how Izzo does. He doesn't, like, figure out his subs until this time of year, until getting to mid-February, March. It's just so frustrating as a Michigan State fan, and it's hard to, like— I, it's hard to contain myself. I don't know how, what I'm saying, but I'm I'm sorry. I'm getting fired up back here thinking about. But no, it. you're right. I mean, the substitute. Uh, everybody in our what impact are the chat goes completely Can we talk about off. That? Do you like the substitutions? Um, I the way the rotation is very. I don't know. I was scratching my head. Like I, I'm a big. Yeah, I'm a big proponent of. I like the. I like when when Bingham and Tillman are on the floor together. I like when they start together too. But I just I I, I agree with you in the sense that I don't think he's figured it out. Yeah. I really don't. The, they have no. They don't have any lineup right now that they can. I think at Indiana, you saw that Malik Hall, um, Marcus Bingham, and Xavier Tillman lineup worked on the defensive end and rebounding wise. And I think they had Cassius Winston and Rocket Watts. They other than that, like yeah, you've seen a couple bright spots with Bingham and Tillman together. They don't have a, like a locked in for I. Th- like you said with Malik Hall, I think he's had a really good three-game stretch, and he has a really good feel on the offensive side of the ball. But he's just too small. Like he cannot be your guy. And like, and he could work in a small ball lineup. Say if your Xavier Tillman was like three inches taller, Xavier Tillman's not the biggest guy in the world. And when they do that, they get bullied on the re, like on the glass, and that's something Michigan State just doesn't do. So I I don't know what the solution to this team is. Like. I think it's too early to get super panicked. I think if they lose the Michigan that Saturday, that's the point where you're like, okay, they, this team because like we've talked about, does this team get up for at Wisconsin? They 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 don't show up the first half of these games, and I I don't know if that's necessarily them just like looking ahead to like bigger and like better things. But like at the same time, like if you can't get up for the Michigan game next week, I that's a actual like factual concern that could probably go like towards them making any run like I don't believe any run will happen if they lose to Michigan that Saturday I'm not saying it's a must win but you know what I'm saying I, you have you have to get up like it's at a certain it's point it, it's it, every it's, game on the road it's inexcusable that you can't and it's not even just the road games I think and I and I didn't get a chance to double back myself but I you know I trust his his knowledge looking at it but but Zach Swasek, he hit me up the other day, and he said he looked at the schedule and said in all six losses, they, they trailed at half. They're 0-6 in the games they've trailed at half. And that's just, it's ridiculous. Like, you have to get up and play at some point. Like, you can't sit there and, I mean, there's a lot of people who look, oh, they ducked themselves out. That's a positive. And it is. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but if you don't, this team had expectations of going to a Final Four, of winning a championship. And if you don't get up to play night in and night out and play well, play better in the first half, you're gonna get knocked out when it comes to March because you can't you can't expect to lose to you know even though it is competitive to lose to lesser teams on the road and then expect to beat better teams in March on a neutral floor. I will say too though I, I pulled out this stat yesterday the only team in the Big Ten that's above 500 on the road is Illinois who's in first place and they're four and three. So Michigan State who's three and three obviously I just think when you look at this as a whole the Big Ten might just be that good. Like if there's one, there's one team about, and I know it's 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 hard to win on the road regardless, and that's a very cliche like dad lesson thing to say, but like that just it is what it is. But I agree with you that the slow starts are, are to me it's like an effort thing. Like what it to to be down as much as you were against Wisconsin, and again, 
the story of Michigan State so far this year has been slow starts and, and running into teams that shoot lights out. But at the same time, you're right. That's that statistic of being 0-6 at when trailing at half. And just the way that you play the game of basketball when you're when you're coming in the second half losing versus when you're winning and you're when you're, you're when you're in control. Exactly. And to to go to your bed just to get your point on the the away teams and winning on the road. Like the biggest case for it is Indiana. They're 12 and two at home, one and five. Exactly. Away. You know, also, I don't know if you guys mentioned this, but like this is not a, this is not like a fully like healthy like slat like yeah they lost their leading sore in Kobe Ken midweek to transfer and Brad Davison probably their heart and soul of that team was suspended and, and Michigan State can't show up and like put a foot on their throat. Like Wisconsin is a like should be a very inferior team of this Michigan State team. And they they just let the crowd into every single road game because they don't start well. Yeah, you got to start better. Because, I mean, the second half, I mean, if they played an entire second, second half, Wisconsin shoots 25% from the field. Yep. And, and they shoot 60, 58% in the first half. That first half doesn't happen. Then we're not having these conversations. I think uh, one big question that is glaring to me going into now, obviously you're in February now. Uh, you have the Big Ten tournament to look forward to. You have some still yeah. some very big Big Ten games to clean up here at the end. Um, going forward into March and towards the end of the season, this is this is where you want to see your team start to put things together and and cover up those weaknesses or inconsistencies. What is the biggest? What is the most glaring thing in your opinion that Michigan State has to work on or fix or prove? Rolling into March, rolling into the middle to end of February. It's a good question. I mean, I think obviously the the mental side of it has to be cleared up. I definitely you're looking at Exodos, you're looking at what takes place on the floor. They just they need a third guy, desperately. I because you just it's not gonna happen to win it all with just Winston and Tillman, because teams are gonna figure that out. I don't know if it's it's Aaron Henry at this point, if it's Rocket Watts, somebody has to be able to create their own shot, put the ball on the floor and do something. As I think that's the problem with all the lineups that you look at that Izzo rolls out. You know, the what was it? The lineup of Tillman, Hall, you say Bingham as well, Collins? I forget that lineup. And and Winston and, and Watts. Was that the lineup? I, I think that's their best like defensive lineup. It's the best defense yeah, the best defensive lineup, but then like I just said it's it's, it's Watts all on Cassius and Cassius. That, yeah. Yeah. And I get that but like no, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying you're wrong. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, but, like, Henry's not giving you anything on the offensive exactly. end. Exactly. So I, I don't know where you go. Because, like, it, like, I think you could fix a lot of the flaws that they have on this team, but, like, the ceiling for this team is not that high, maybe. Like, I, maybe it's just not. Maybe it's just not that good. Maybe we just have blinders from last year, how they played. That's mm-hmm. I, I think yesterday, like, just kind of showed just how weak, like, not, not weak, but, like, the, how the ceiling is just maybe not there and maybe – I'm crazy for thinking that this team could still make a national title run. And in my mind, I still think that. But I, I think I'm probably crazy. Like, as an objective person, I think it's crazy to think that this Michigan State team could cut down the nuts in April. I mean, I, I think this is a season where anything is happening. Again. No, no, I mean, Seton I Hall loses yesterday. Villanova use, loses yesterday. I don't think – I definitely agree. But they have major flaws. Different. They do have major flaws. I definitely, though – I mean, if you have Winston and Tillman – and I, I think this is going to sound, you know, to a lot of people just hopeful and crazy, but You're, I think you have Winston and Tillman. That is enough to at least say yes. if they figure it out, 
things will change. Like, an outlook on this team will be different. I mean, a positive outlook on the team in general, though. Like, they haven't played their best basketball. Yeah. So, like, maybe they figure it out. Maybe, like, Gabe Brown steps up in a big way, and even though he's been pretty good. But, like, maybe Aaron Henry's like, hey, I'm going to start playing now. Like, it's time to get going. And maybe Cassius is a little bit more assertive, which I would like to see him be on the offensive side of the ball. And I understand he's doing doubles, the defense are keen, and on that high pick and roll. But I just want him to shoot more. Like, and I'm fine with him taking three or four bad shots a game because he's that good. He'll make two or three of those. So, I don't know. This team frustrates me. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, The 16-6 and Michigan State Spartans will host Penn State on Tuesday at the Breslin Center at 8 p.m. We, of course, cover that game next Sunday when we were back here. Uh, with Michigan. Michigan. Oh, that's right, yeah. We'll talk about Michigan, too. It's a big one. Um, With that, I guess we should move on. We'll go to a break. Let's How about it. that? Put the kibosh on it. All right, put the kibosh on We'll go to a quick break here. If you want to join the show, text us 517-432. That's the wrong one. 517-884-8989. <laughs> Don't use that one because we can't work the phone yet again. Uh, 517-884-8989 to text us. Tweet us at WDBM Sports. Hashtag GW Report. On the other side of this break, we have MSU Baseball with Luke Sloan, and we will talk The Bachelor. Don't turn the station, folks. This is the Green and White Report. So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with, all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese, and guess what? Egg rolls showed up, like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Tuesday nights from 8 until midnight, the Impact's progressive torch and twang brings you the best in alternative country and grassroots music. Only on Impact Primetime. Impact 89 FM. Adam Baker here with your Impact Radio Sports, sports Update. As talked about before the break, the Michigan State men's this basketball team fell 64-63 to in Wisconsin last night. And it was also a rough week on the other side of Michigan State basketball. The women's team started off the week with a 74-57 to loss to the Hawkeyes in Iowa, getting outscored 28-9 to in the fourth quarter of that game. This last Thursday at home, the struggles continued, this time losing 76-66 to against Purdue to drop their third in a row, and it has been a tough January for the Spartans finishing the month with a 3-5 and five record. All right, welcome back to the Green and White Report. Ryan Rabinowitz, Julian Mitchell, Ryan Collins behind the glass. Looking good today, Collins. Just saying. Luke Sloan, how are you? It's a pleasure. Oh, we got to get the mic no, on. Time no. out. I just said Collins was looking good. Is the mic on? I think good? we're good. Yes, we're good. we are good now. There, there you go. Sloan. All right, I'll get started now. It's a pleasure, sir. It's good, good. to be back. Well, Sloan well. didn't get in the studio until like eight minutes, like <laughs> hey. eight seconds before the thing. That's why I didn't have his mic on. I had to get a, a coffee refill. Yeah, the man's he's a busy man. It's a sleepy Sunday morning. We're rolling yeah, I, I love it. Sloan does a move. Hey, I got a pot of coffee on. Anyone need some? That's a great move. It's a good dad it move. It is a legendary yeah. move. I didn't do that. Coffee. I didn't do that last week when I was in here and I made coffee. So, and I, I kicked myself when I was walking out of the studio for it. But 
I didn't make that mistake this I, week. I, I love that move. I, I like. I can't talk about how much. I, hey, I got a pot on. I don't Does know. How wants to, I don't know how to use the coffee. I don't want to break anything here either. either. And are I also you? don't want to like do the dishes here. So I don't. oh, me, either. Ryan. Are you just one of those people that that knows how to use a Keurig? But not yeah, well, ground coffee. my my roommates are big. They starting this year, they've decided to just buy coffee beans, and they grind them every morning, and then like make the coffee. They drip the coffee or whatever, and then I'm always the one that comes in and cleans up all the coffee bean uh, residue from everywhere. But I, I I'm not a huge. I'm very in my own head with coffee to where I'm like, if I start drinking every day and then I take a day off, I'm not going to be able to function. I don't want to get to that point. Maybe that's very naive of me of how point. it works, but I'm just like, hey, get a good night's sleep and you, you know, use the adrenaline of the the thrill of living <laughs> another day on this earth to get you through the day. Who needs coffee? Unfortunately, we've reached that threshold to where it, it it's part of my morning routine. It's become part of my life. It's it's taking over. Wow. Wow. It's At least like, you're drinking black. That's like, yeah, that's a you good know, thing. I'm not, not pumping creamer and sugar no, in there. I mean, I figure it's okay. I'm not going to Starbucks every day and yeah. spending five bucks. I'm not, I'm putting a bunch of things in there that are going to, you know, bloat my body. It's it's not too bad. You know, they say a, a cup of coffee every now and again is healthy, but every now and again for me is every morning. Black coffee will put, you, put some hair on your chest. It will. It Bottom will. line. It will. All right, Luke, uh, you were at the 15th, 15th annual, correct? Uh, Michigan State baseball first pitch dinner last night. Uh, first of all, for our listeners at home who maybe don't know what that is, can you give us kind of a overview of what that entails, what went on? I know Pudge Rodriguez was there speaking, so uh, what was it like from your perspective being there? I think the thing I can compare it to the best is like, you know, Michigan State football, men's basketball, women's basketball, they have their media day events. I think it's kind of the media day events for baseball, except there's a lot more friends and family in attendance. Really kind of a, a nice banquet. Uh, it was at the uh, the Kellogg Center. Nice three-course meal, the cheesecake. I'd give it a eight out of ten. Wow. I did eat. Wow, nice. Got to eat. You know, some nice, uh, nice chicken breast with sauce for dinner. But there was a silent auction, player introductions. Uh, Michigan State head coach Jake Boss Jr. had some words to say. They handed out an alumnus of the year award to Bill Woolley, who played baseball here from 1964 to 67. He actually had a really cool story. He started out on the freshman team back when they had a freshman team in the 60s. Didn't make the varsity team as a player, but made it as a manager and then worked his way up to being the starting shortstop as a senior. So wow, he was well-deserving. And then, like you said, Pudge Rodriguez making his return to Michigan. Uh, he said he did not like the snow that was falling yesterday, but he uh, he had a cool keynote speech, a nice Q&A with uh, the people in attendance. But really, just a, you know, I think there was over 500 people there, um, a lot of friends and family of the players, a lot of donors and supporters of the program. Um a really nice way to kind of kick off the season because they're going to get going here in just under two weeks. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, Michigan State baseball last year, uh, 20 and 34 on the year. Uh, not great. And we would talk all last year about how, you know, you're waiting to see this team turn the corner. Um, it never really did. And I think that in the last couple of years, Michigan State baseball has been a bit disappointing. Um, but I know that Jake Boss Jr. has some high hopes for his team this year. What were some things that he said as far as looking forward to this year for this team? You know, some really interesting things said by him and uh, catcher Adam Proctor. Junior catcher Adam Proctor is one of the four team captains for this year's squad. And really, they said that they... After last season, they were so disappointed with how results went that they really stripped everything down. And, and Boss said they're really doing everything differently from drills to practice to the way they prepare, the way they train, the way they eat, really changing everything up. That's what Boss said. And then from Proctor, you know, they, they really said that they thought at the beginning of last year they were very tight. They were treating the game like it was a job. 
and they really want to get out of the gate playing more looser, playing more looser, looser, having more fun. So really, it sounds like they're stripping it down and really trying to start fresh this year as we enter 2020. And one thing, you know, reading what you wrote for for Impact, everybody go and check that out. Uh, but it seems like they have a lot of competition all across the field, and obviously some some changes for them in their roster. What are you seeing from the guys that are going to be on this team this year? You know, it's a it's a deep team. Last year it was a very inexperienced team. They played some freshmen. They played some guys that didn't have a lot of starting experience, and they really struggled early in the year. You know, yesterday Boss pointed to the fact that their non-conference schedule on the road to start last year was probably a little too difficult for them as a young team but they're bringing all that experience back at multiple positions. I really look at the starting outfield. Uh, Danny Gleaves, another senior captain starting in center field, a speedster, Bryce Kelly in left field, Zaid Walker in right field, and then Jack Frank, uh, a highly recruited freshman, is going to factor into the mix as well. They're bringing back uh, corner, corner infielders, Justin Antonsic, Zach Iverson, obviously Proctor I already mentioned behind the plate, but really they have a lot of guys at different positions competing, and Boss said that's really benefited the team and forced guys to step up. So I, you know, I'd expect maybe not a set starting lineup to begin this year, maybe some different things they do with the pitching staff. You know, I expect a lot of competition, and then maybe by the time they come home, you know, toward mid-March, we see a more consistent lineup. But that's not a bad thing for this team, especially after last year. Yeah. Sloan, Sloan, we got to talk about this. How did they get Arkansas on the schedule at home? You know, like, I, I was talking to Boss about that. Uh, he didn't have too many particulars, but he did say it's the first SEC team that's come to East Lansing ever. Really? Wow. wow. It's, I mean, that Arkansas squad's going to have most likely two first-round picks in the Major League Baseball draft coming up in June. And, you know, we, we're used to watching them in the College World Series. They must have uh, they must have slipped him some some good cash to come up here to East Lansing. Is there a the mercy bag. rule in college baseball? Oh boy, <laughs> I, I mean they probably will get mercy, right? Oh, it's it's not gonna know. be fun. Boss yesterday he was saying that uh, he hopes that when they come to East Lansing, I think it's in April, but he said that he hopes it's thirty degrees, snowing, sleeting, just nasty. Yeah, got to got to show off that home field advantage. Nice. Well, look, they start out um, with a couple of games against Moorhead State to start the year, starting February fourteenth. What are your expectations for that game? What do you What do you want to see, or should Jake Boss want to see out of his team in those couple of games to start the season? You know, he really stressed yesterday coming in to getting to coming out of the gate fast and getting off to a strong start. Really starting with the fundamentals because last year that's something they struggled with. They really struggled throwing strikes and you know, getting outs defensively. They really struggled to make the routine play out of the gate last year. I don't know if that's because there was a lot of inexperience on the team or maybe some early season jitters, but he really stressed the fundamentals in getting out fast and really just playing looser as a team. You know, you mentioned Moorhead State. Their non-conference schedule last year was just brutal. I mean, Coastal Carolinas, Arizona States, Arizonas. I mean, they really challenged themselves last year and they struggled hard before they were able to come home. You know, Moorhead State's on this schedule. Some other teams, you know, Kansas, I believe, their second series of the year is against, it's on the tip of my tongue. Merrimack, Merrimack. I believe. Yes, Merrimack. Yep. They really, they're going to play some games, in, a lot of games in South Carolina, so they're not going to be doing as much travel. But really, you know, this team, the, the schedule is much more favorable in the non-conference this year than last year, so I would expect an improvement out of the gate. Going into conference play now. Obviously, the Big Ten is probably a little bit better of a baseball conference than people would think. Uh, Michigan State, again, 12, 20 and 34 last year, not great at all. Where do you see this team stacking up against the rest of the Big Ten this year? You know, it's a competitive Big Ten, as it always is. 
Um, you know, they, they'll play games, obviously, against Michigan, who went to the College World Series last year and almost won it. They're, Michigan is bringing, even though they lost a lot, they are bringing back a lot. And Eric Backich has really built a program in Ann Arbor. Games against them are going to be tough. Games against Indiana are going to be tough. Illinois on the schedule is going to be tough. You know, Maryland on the schedule, I think their first conference series of the year is on the road in College Park. It's a tough Big Ten, but I do see this team improving this year. I think they get off to a faster start in non-conference play because the schedule is easier. They're bringing a lot back. They are healthy. They struggle with health off last year's team. Really, I'd be very surprised if this team did not improve record-wise. Between the, the, the freshman talent they've brought in, the, the experience they're bringing back, and now with a clean bill of health, especially because the schedule is easier, I'd be pretty shocked if I came back here in a couple months and they were really struggling hard. They'll, they'll improve. They should. What did what did Pudge have to say at the it is the dinner last night? I'm curious what his speech was about. It was P- a lot of fun. Pudge was- is probably just chirping these guys. These guys are a bunch of <laughs> dust bads. I played in the league for 12 years. It was a nice little paycheck. Thanks, boss. Like that. Like that's that's Jeez. all it really is, right, Sloan? Pretty. I mean, it was a lot of fun. There was a lot of hearkening back to his 21 year major league career. Uh, Love was- it. I would do that too. His message to the players really was, you know, in your profession of baseball, you know, speaking to them and really any profession, you know, to stay strong, stay disciplined and stay focused. You know, he was talking about his career, how he signed as a pro with the Texas Rangers as a 16 year old, came up when he was 19 years old. You know, he, he told some good stories about how he caught Nolan Ryan in, I think, his second start in the big leagues in Chicago. Uh, so he talked about, like, you know, the favorite places he played talked about his experience getting elected into the Hall of Fame and his upbringing being away from home so young. It was really fun. It did a nice little Q&A with the crowd. He, you know, he's a personable, fun guy. Yeah. You know, they had they had Jim Leland at this event last year. He was awesome. They had Pudge at this event this year. So they're really, really bringing out some some headlining baseball figures to, uh, to, to this event, so I can't wait for next year's. The first glimpse of baseball Michigan State Spartan fans will see here at home uh, March 18th. That's a Wednesday against Toledo, 4.05 p.m., uh, Luke Sloan, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. I'm looking back forward to coming here and talking more baseball. Hopefully in a month or so, they're uh, not in the in the hole they were last year. I remember the first time I came on here this year, I was yeah. like, oh, they're four and you know 18 or something like yeah. that. So let's let's pray that that doesn't happen this year. Absolutely. Thank you for your time here today. Uh, we will move on to the Bachelor now. It's time for Bachelor Talk. Everyone's favorite every Let's week. Do it. We now, I do have to plug the Final Rose podcast. Yes. Uh, yeah, Steph and Maddie it. got that set up for us. Uh, Trent Collins and I were on it last week or two weeks ago. Julian, you and myself, I don't know if that was proper grammar, myself and you, you and I, me and you, we were on the podcast this previous week. Uh, what a What a blast. It was a great time. I talk about I talk about the Bachelor three times a week on three different shows. This one we talk about it on Motown every week, and then the final rose. Collins was complaining about being bachelored out, and it's going to lose its lust if we talk about it too much. But can can you get involved today <laughs> with us or what? Okay, okay. I'm just going to say this: Rabinowitz likes the Bachelor so much because he just likes Hannah Ann so much. Fair. I'm and, in love and, with Hannah, and, and, and he just straight up in love with Hannah Ann. Is blind the fact she's crazy, but absolutely it's all right. insane. I don't know insane. She's not insane, but recent, she recently I mean, recently followed her on the gram. She's crazy. Good follow. She's crazy. Oh, great follow. Great follow. Great follow. <laughs> um, okay, so obviously we had episode four. I think that it was on Monday. This week you have Bachelor Monday and Bachelor. Yeah. Shout Wednesday. out to Collins. For, for putting me on, I had no idea that was I didn't know it was on Tuesday. Wednesday. Why is it on Wednesday? I don't know. Monday don't and know. Wednesday. What do they have on Tuesday? I don't know. 
don't probably know. get to space it out though. That's, a, that's a, a lot of doctor content. on Tuesday, dude. I are you I, into the good doctor? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just funny when you watch The Bachelor like for a couple of years, like I have. They have the same commercials, and it's always the good doctor and some like downy product. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, uh, this person's doing the downy ads now, and then you just like get updates on how the good doctor's doing, which is about like I think he, an autistic doctor. Yeah, and he's just like. Like having a love triangle with like three women, I'm like, whoa, what is going on with the? I good really, doctor? I think about starting to watch that show every time I see a commercial. I'm like, wow, this is wonderful. I'm Drama like, and the there. guy from West Wind's on it. <laughs> I don't know what his name is, but he's in West Wind. I was like, I like that guy. I didn't have a clue what you guys were talking about. The you don't know what the good doctor is. No you don't clue. see those ads with the guy, the kid from the Spiderwick Chronicles. You ever seen that movie? No. No. The bald guy. The what's the movie that bald guy's in? The bald guy from West Wind. Is there multiple bald guys in West Wind? I, I don't even know. West I don't even know what that is. What are you talking about? You don't know what the West Wind is? No, I don't. That's just unbelievable. I mean, I get if you've never seen it, you don't know what yeah, it is. I know what it no is. No clue. It was a very popular sitcom in the nineties. Oh, I wasn't around for much of the nineties. Uh, <laughs> either yeah, way, that is, yeah. Either, either way. Okay, <laughs> great. Bachelor. Uh, they, here's the scene: Cleveland, Ohio. Beautiful Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland. Cleveland. I just I couldn't stop thinking about that. This is for you. Why didn't he do it? Instead, he's like, "Yo, this is where Superman was born." I don't even know what that means. I have no well, idea what the, that so means. The, even I, I looked it up. The creators of Superman for the comics, they met in college, I think it was, or they just met. They met in Cleveland. Ah, uh, essentially. Okay. It's well, just I don't think anybody really knows that fact. Cool, dude. So. I, it was dude, that was so weird by him. <laughs> that was like when he did that little Superman thing. That was such a nerd move. <laughs> yeah. It really, I was like, dude, come on. There's that, like, you could have done, like, they could have done, like, a rock and roll, like, gaff, or, like, what is it? A, a gizmo, or what What uh, was that? A gizmo, I think, is, like, more like a synonym for gadget. Gadget, yeah. is it? Yeah, you yeah. were a good guy. A gizmo, a gadget. I don't know what I was trying to say, but I, I, like, I, don't, know, I don't know bit, where. Maybe, bit, like, they yeah. should have done, like, a rock and roll bit instead of that. Yeah. That's what you... I don't know. I but, was so confused when you said gizmo. I don't. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't know bit. what I was good saying word. either. I haven't heard the word gizmo in a while. Um, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's a good word. Gizmo's a really good word. It's a great yeah, gizmo. Yeah, I want to look up a gizmo. Anyway, uh, they're in Cleveland, Ohio. Victoria F and Chase in the whole Chase Rice thing. Wow, great. awesome, great television, great television. Yeah. Uh, Pete was also. By the way, Mrs. Bailey doesn't like when we call him Pete. I'm gonna call him. Start calling him Peter again. Why? Why is his name? His. No, he, he well, goes by Pilot Pete, though. Oh, that's true. Well, Trent's mom on the Motown she rundown, like it, she, com- she commented that she doesn't like when we say Pete. So we're going to say Peter. Or um, You know what? Whatever. Sorry. Mr. Peter Bally. does sound more sophisticated. Okay. So Peter, he was such a, it was such a weird fanboy move that he was doing with this whole chase. Like, I, like, I love Chase Rice. I want Chase Rice to sing at my wedding. Which, Did he say that before or after he found out? At, no, he said I it. I did it as a joke, right? No, he no, said, he said it, it before. He said it after. <laughs> he said it after. We found out that Victoria F. dated Chase Rice, but before the before Pete found out, jeez, which was crazy. But that's just like such a and a lot of people were like, "Oh, it's not a big deal, whatever." I thought that was just great. Like, I could you imagine you're like not that you would ever be on stage for any reason playing music unless you have a hidden talent that I don't. I play know. guitar from time to time. But you look out, you look out into the crowd, and your ex girlfriend is just grinding on some dude and making out with you in, in Cedar Point. Which, by the way, Cedar Point, yeah, tough date, dude. <laughs> How oh, you don't like roller coasters. I know, tough, a tough <laughs> date. I, I hate roller coasters, but like, 
I had this discussion with my roommate too. He's like, "Why? Why would you go to Cedar Point?" I'm like, "Isn't it like like factually known to be like one of the best amusement parks in the world?" I think so. I've never been. How there, is it not but, a good like, date? All then? I've heard is I just because you're like screaming and a roller coaster. You're not. There's that's like going to the movie almost. See, but I think if you if you both like roller coasters, <laughs> no, it's not a great date. Oh, okay. Come on now. The movie, yes. Dude, Maybe like the, two or oh, three. Oh, no, no, no. The the movie is a very well known. It's not a good date because you can't talk. You just sit there. But if you're a guy who's like an idiot, a movie's a great date. <laughs> so you just don't open up your mouth. Or you can't. You can do it right because I think if you see a good movie in an actual like movie that makes you think, rather than like taking a girl to a crappy movie, you can have a nice no, conversation no. post movie. I th- no. I think you go to a crappy movie and you're like, wow. I'm gonna remember going on that day with that guy because that movie stunk. But how like, you gotta you gotta find a nice like, middle ground of crappy, like no, a rock movie, get, like they're I, really crappy, but it's like gotta they're be either enjoyable like to the watch. best movie ever or the worst movie you've ever seen, like the worst. Like it's just like wow, why did we go see the Crudes? The, like that movie stunk. The play a, I would take a girl to see San Andreas. That's a movie you'd take to see. Dude, shout out to <laughs> the Rock being like. Alexandra Dandro's like dad, like he's like probably like fifteen years older. The play, I was like, yeah, let's go. The play for the for the movie is you got to get a cuddle seat first okay, of all. No, okay. but then it's also a matter of you, you have to pick a movie that you know you're gonna cry in because no, she sees that she sees no. that soft side of you. Okay, dude, you that's just not how life works. It does if you're trying to find the right person. It does. Do you just, uh, what are you doing? You're just like, I have to wait every two years for a Nicholas Sparks book slash movie to come out, and then I take someone. No, you just go see La La Land, you grab a cuddle seat, and you just start crying. How do you like, cry at La La Land? By the way, La La, La La Land, overrated. It's Very not overrated. I can't, that's not I overrated. still haven't seen it. I can't get myself How, through you've it. You've not seen it? No. So good, They start dude. dancing oh. on the highway, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. That no, sounds fire, though. So that good. sounds fire. I'll have to watch it. But. All right. But anyway, The Bachelor's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Chase Rice, that <laughs> whole thing. And Chase Rice apparently afterwards like had no idea that was supposed to happen. I have such a hard time. I don't know what's real in the show and what's not. No. Did you hear what he said? He said on like a local radio station, I think in Nashville, where he was basically talking like, I told my manager, I told like everyone, oh, yeah. so it was like, hey, this girl, I hooked up with her. She's going on The Bachelor. Is this going to be a problem? Because, like, promoting yourself on The Bachelor is great because it's, like, it hits your target audience and there's a million people, that like, a bunch of people that watch The Bachelor. We have a disruptance in the studio. Is there a bird in there? <laughs> Hell, that's yeah, like, I thought it was, like, was like leaves. Oh, dude, something's falling from the sky. Okay, this is really bad radio. But, sorry. But, ba- basically, Chase Rice was like, yeah, I knew this girl was on here. And all of his, like, people were like, they wouldn't do that to you. you wouldn't, they wouldn't put you in the drama. Oh, the Bachelor producers, cutthroat league. Yeah. It's a cutthroat league just, when you go on The Bachelor. That's still, though, what did he think they were going to do? Like, I was, have, has he not seen the show? Did he not know what was going to happen? Like, this is that was easy money for a producer to be like, hey, hey Chase, you want to do this? He's like, oh, yeah. Don't put me on with my, my ex-girlfriend, though. And they're like, <laughs> It's a risk idiot. he had to be willing to oh, where, take. Was that really his ex-girlfriend, though? Or was that someone he just I don't just think banged? they dated. It sounded like, because I think what he said is they just had, like, one night together. I have no idea. I, I that's that's I was say uh, for a little bit. First of all, Victoria F made some ground up this episode. Sh- showed she's got a little feisty side, even though she keeps Yo. on saying she's insecure. Yeah, that, that was... greatest moment. That the one I've been waiting for one girl to actually be about it. Victoria was about it. She said, "Lay, I ain't playing games. I will. Oh, I will the, say things." When she, when and whenever someone does like the fake fake voice, where they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah," yeah like <laughs> impersonating someone, you know, like, uh oh. Here we go. Here we go. I love that. 
Well, we'll talk so about. Insulting. Let's do the football, and then we can do the big away okay. thing. Yeah, 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 cool. So the football game was kind of a mess. I mean, like whatever. It is what it is. That Cute. one chick was unreal. She, she in? She yeah. Out, she Four out. touchdowns. Just dominant. Four TDs. King Henry. Queen Sheehan. I don't know her last name. Yeah, man. I like how it was like, of course, it was a tie football game or whatever happened. And like they had to just like tie, right? Because everyone wins. There's no winner, loser. And then with NFL legend coach Josh Cribbs. Yeah. If you didn't know, if you're a sports fan and you heard that and didn't laugh out loud, (laughs) I laughed out loud for about five minutes. Was that we got Josh Cribbs to teach you football. This is one of the wildest things I've seen. I was not prepared. I expected them to bring out just some like, personal trainer just somebody who's like i train nfl guys and they were like josh cribs i was like yo what why they went to the celtics facility last year they got jason tatum and no i think they got gordon hayward and jalen brown it's ridiculous and this year they got josh (laughs) cribs for the the browns wouldn't like like throw them up best brown Brown of all time besides jim brown josh cribs and jake Jake delome shout out nathan stearns but he's not here anymore. Jake DeLome, I will. This is way off topic. Do you remember when Nadama Tonsu like actually yes, tried to I murder? Yeah, I do. That was, was on the wild. Panthers, right? Eh, or was it on the Browns? Know. I think it was on the Panthers. I don't know. I don't know. We tried to kill him. Um, either way, yeah. Football is going on. Yeah. Kelly has a horrible arm. She made some good throws. So it was accurate at points. Hannah Ann's in but body. She's got. She got <laughs> she's warped. little. She's a little. She got gal. bodied. She got warped. I and do. It, I think the more the more pressing issue to dis- to discuss is the Alea thing. That's yeah. what we should move yeah. into because yeah. that's where, that's where the it. meat of that's where the meat of the discussion is. So she shows up. The wave is great. The subtle wave is Fantastic. great. And apparently, again, I don't know as far as things that were staged and not staged. I don't know if Pete knew or not. By the way, talking the bats are on Impact 89 FM WDBM East Lansing. Wow, how are you with that's, that legal? That's the legal. <laughs> how are you? I hate the legal. Um, Anyway, Alea. That was great. Walks in. I don't know. I, I, the part of me is like Pete definitely knew, but they must have just flown her back in. And then for her, and my my biggest gripe too is I as I said in our previous discussions about this, was that Shean, if you're sitting down with Pete, you don't have to like Yeah. When Alea comes in and is like, Can I steal him for a sec? Your first thought would be like, uh no, you got kicked off the show last week. You're not coming and exactly. sitting down. Yeah. And then, because, of course, she goes back and she starts crying about how I don't get enough time with him. And that's my biggest pet peeve now is all these girls are just like, I don't get enough time. I get, I don't get to talk to him. It's not fair. And all they do is sit, they sit on the couch and talk to each other. McKenna, don't have... cry me a river. Yeah, exactly. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> He was. He put you on a freaking like bench and started ma- like make out like killing Sweet you like out kill <laughs> yeah the all over like his like I don't know where they were at the mansion or something yeah and she said I don't have enough time with him by the way my roommate shout out Shane Joe he wants McKenna to win because she he just thinks she's so crazy that it would make for like a wild life like he, Pete might die. Or something <laughs> like that's like, <laughs> oh like he said. He's like she might be the craziest person I've ever seen. I love her. She She's really not a did whim. have like a whole <laughs> switch. Like she went from oh yeah, this is great. I'm with Peter, he put me up on the thing, and then she just I don't even remember what episode it happens, but then she just starts like freaking out Dude, about oh not getting God. enough time. I remember sitting there because what was it? it was episode three. During the final rose, she's like standing there, and you can see her face just like twitch and just like she gets sad or it's weird. Yeah, I, I, it's yeah, McKenna's. A, I, I like McKenna being the villain though. She's like the or not the villain, but I just I like her storyline that's moving around yeah. now. I like watching her cry. Yeah, 
It's, it's entertaining <laughs> to me. But I think the thing that was awesome to me where I got out of my seat and was clapping is when Pete gave a lay of the rose. That was unbelievable. That It, it changed the momentum of the whole show. Could you imagine, dude? Like, and I, and I, I, I give the girls a lot of grief about the way they act and interact on the show. But, like, imagine sitting there. This girl gets sent home. She comes back. And now the whole Victoria P. and Alea thing, too, just blows my mind. I don't Crazy. really I just... I Victoria P on the hot seat? I don't know who to believe. Yes. I don't know who to believe I think anymore. she is. She he's not, not going to do it, though. Peter I, doesn't have the backbone. No, I think Victoria P, I, she's not going to win. I thought she was a contender to win. I think she's out of it now. You think she gets – who do you think is getting sent home when we get back on Monday? I, uh, probably Alea. And, then, so? and, they'll, and they'll just sweep by it in like five minutes. And, but he already, <laughs> it, won't be, it won't be a big deal after that. He already gave her the rose, though. Can you take back a rose? Yeah, I mean, he already took one back the first time. Yeah, but he didn't give it to her first. He just took it away off the off You the definitely sheet. can take it back. Like, it could be, it's going to be like a dramatic thing where it's like, yeah, it's going to be dramatic. Chris Harrison's going to come in and say, Alea, can you please come here with me and Pete? Like, and they just, <laughs> or they just like deflower her like, like in front of everyone. Dude. <laughs> Wait, you know what I meant? Not like no, that. No, I'm not saying it like that, but that's just one of the weirdest ways to ever, like, Collins. don't want to use that as a, what it's what, a What, the flower? That's what they would be doing. Yeah, I know, I know. It's, you hit your That's mind. the technical term. I didn't mean it as the other way. <laughs> to take a, to take a, <laughs> to take a take flower, flower off someone. I don't, I, flower. find a different word. Okay, sorry. Um, I do want to, I want to read uh, some text here. Steph was texting in. Shout out Steph. Shout uh, out Steph. Here's some things, some bullet points. First of all, she thinks roller coasters are a great date because it's all day and you bond over the experience and talk in lines. Roller coasters are stupid. And walk around the park. I, just, I yeah, like I roller coasters. I think if, like, roller coasters are just like... Uh, how, okay, I have don't you go been on, on dates, so recently? I have like no like take on this, but like if I went on dates, these are my takes. <laughs> if I talk, talk to girls. I think roller coasters can work. <laughs> I, I was afraid of roller coasters for a long time, and then I got on a couple, and now I'm like, oh, they're all right. They're I don't good. Like them. Uh, she also says, don't cry at the movies, especially if it's on the first date. I wasn't saying the first date. I'm like, if you're getting to know a girl and getting comfortable... When have you ever done this? Have you ever done that? No. You just, yeah. Okay. We, we just say things. <laughs> no, it goes on. None dates. of us have done. I love that. We were just like giving advice that like we have no experience. I mean, I've been, like I've been to the movies like with like when I was like like back in the day. Yeah, I go to the movies with my mom and like my dad. <laughs> yeah. but, I cried uh, with my mom and she's like, "This is good. This is a good look." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like yeah. Jeez. She also she also thought it was funny that when well, I don't know one of the coaches said that it's bad when your opponent scores a touchdown with the girls. Josh Cribs. It's, it's important. Legendary break. coach it's Josh Cribbs. It's important to break the game down like that for the Josh Cribbs. I can't get Josh over Josh Cribbs. Josh, oh, God. But, like, it was just, I notably gasped. When I just see <laughs> Josh Cribbs on my screen, yeah. I was like, yup. That's true. They had to probably, like, fly him out. I don't know if he lives in the Cleveland area. There's but there's no like, way. No one lives in Cleveland. No, and they're just like, hey, Josh, we got to fly in for the Bachelors. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Brown's legend, Josh Cribbs. Yeah. All right, well. What else do we want to talk about with The Bachelor? I think that was good. Was there Peter's anything else? Just you got anything else I, I will, okay, hot. I'm just saying Victoria oh. P. Hot Seat. And I thought she was like, I still think she's making it to hometowns, but you've seen a little like she's clingy. Like the the whole football game yeah. where she like, had the bad yeah, back. She is clingy. So she I, is. I, 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 Victoria P., she's moving down my power rankings. Fair enough. Maybe deservedly so. That's yep. good. All right, well, b- big Bachelor Monday, like Bachelor it. Wednesday. We'll regroup. We'll get organized. And we'll excited. talk about it later. What dumb on. moves does Peter make? Once exactly. Again. Stay tuned for Pete being a loser. But, Collins, I do have a question for you because you've watched a lot more Bachelor than either of us have. How is Pete? Where's Pete rank on like worst Bachelors? Because 
He no, sucks. he's not. Everyone hates Pete. He's Everyone hates idiot. The Bachelor, and then they all like The Bachelorette. That's just how it is. They should. It should have been Mike. We talked about this like yeah. every day. Mike. It should have been Mike. But hey, Pete. In the last five years, I think he's like the second best Bachelor. Really? Yes. Okay. We had a guy named Ari on The Bachelor. The guy stunk. He was so bad. <laughs> he gave the final rose to a girl, and then two weeks later changed his mind and picked the other girl. Classic. And, and, and on live TV. It was <laughs> maybe the, the most switch. uncomfortable. The old bait and switch. I love it. Most uncomfortable thing I've ever watched. All right. Well, we do have to get into Sparty Awards, so we will take a quick break if that is possible, Collins. I think that is possible. Good. I got the thumbs up. Uh, quick break here. If you want to join the show, text us 517-884-8989 or tweet us at WDBM Sports, hashtag GW Report. We have the Sparty Awards coming up. Travel essentials. Don't turn the channel, folks. This is the Green and White Report. You want some water? Oh, you want to listen to the impacts, don't you? You love the impact. Yes, you do. Impact. Nurse, set up an IV. And you, her boyfriend, you were the driver? Yes, doctor, but I didn't mean to hurt her. I only had a few drinks. I was just buzzed. Just buzzed? Oh, then your girlfriend is fine. Hey, sweetie. I feel great. She's really okay? What are you kidding? No, not really. Nurse, get me a suture kit. Stat. Buzzed driving. Maybe we should stop acting like it's no big deal. Buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation and the Ad Council. They say all good things must come to an end. Well, they obviously never heard of Impact's online stream. Go to www.impact89fm.org and listen to our never-ending live stream as much as you want. The delicious music never has to end. Take that, they. Impact 89 FM. Welcome back to the Green and White Report. Ryan Rabinowitz, Julian Mitchell, Ryan Collins, Mr. Blue Sky, also here I'm with you. Fired up, dude! I don't Collins. I don't know if anyone's ever seen the vi- the video. I was trying to tell Julian before the show, the video of Drunk Yoda when he's like texting his ex. He's like a puppet, and he's texting his ex, and this song's playing. And he's puking in the toilet because he's crushing beers. No, I gotta. Show I don't, this I'm not video. a Star Wars guy, so you're not talking to the wrong. It's not person. like an actual. <laughs> It wasn't like part of one of the movies. <laughs> it's a YouTube I, I, video, a fan made. I gotta show it to you guys. Um, all right. Well, it's about that time. We're a little bit past uh, past noon here. We usually try to do Sparty Awards at noon. We I feel like we always run behind schedule. That's just because we love talking to each other. We do. This is great. Whatever. All right. So without further ado, it is time for this week's edition of the Sparty Awards. Ladies and gentlemen, the Green and White Report is proud to present this week's edition of the Sparty Awards, brought to you by Impact Sports. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan Rabinowitz and Julian Mitchell. Thank you, voice of Nathan Stearns. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Legendary. All right. Well, in the spirit of, is this was this Trent's idea, apparently? It was Trent's idea. We were in the car back, and I was like, yo, Sparty Ideas. And he was like, yo. It's like best Jay Z songs, which I know 
a few. Dog, we I no, think we only listened to Jay Z, Beyonce, and Prince for yeah. the entirety of our drive, which like was great. It. it was absolutely wonderful. I listened. Trent noted Prince drive. Yeah, I listened to. Uh, do you ever see the video of Alicia Keys playing two pianos at the Grammys, I think, oh, maybe? Oh, yeah. I probably watched that video three times a night before I go to bed. It's so good. And then I watched the performance of her and Jay-Z. I, I might have been on New Year's Eve, but playing Empire State of... That, dude. That song. Empire State of Mind does not get enough love for how great of a song it is. It's facts. And I think it might be on Spotify now, because Jay... I don't know what happened, but like Jay-Z songs are on Spotify somehow. Which is good. I don't That's know. It. Nice. Either way, uh, in spirit of you guys traveling to Wisconsin, the fact that you guys travel a lot to go to these basketball games, and obviously we have people on different beats here that travel to and fro, um, travel essentials. And this is good, too, because yes. it's, it's right before, you know, people got to start thinking about spring break. I might start packing tomorrow for spring break because I'm a big last-minute packing guy, and I have a tendency to pack for three times the amount of days that I'm actually going on vacation for. Oh, so wow. I got to kind of cut down and whatever. But um, travel essentials, I'll let you start. Uh, and these are, in your opinion, right? Our own opinion. Yeah, yeah these of, are an opinion. Okay, so when yeah. you're traveling, uh, give me your give me your five. What's number one for you? Number one, you got to have a great playlist. I put a slash in there for Trent's playlist because I got to shout out Trent. Recent road trip, absolutely phenomenal music. You know, you get your Jay-Z in. A lot of old school Jay-Z having gone through his catalog, so it was good. Some surprises, I'm sitting there. You get in, you get in some Beyonce. Next thing you know, you're listening to Formation, and you're just going off. And then you get a little Prince in there. Did not know Trent was a Prince guy. Oh, yeah. How big he was into it. Great Trent, stuff. Trent's more cultured. Trent, Trent is more cultured than you think. Absolutely fantastic. It was it was great. Great surround system in the in Miss Bally's GMC. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. The whip. Yeah. Did she, what, did she drive you guys down there? <laughs> no, we switched Dropped cars. Drive you guys off at the, at the coal center? Switched cars, hit up the GMC. Absolutely wonderful ride. Smooth. Excellent. That's what that's all you can ask for. <laughs> um, my I'll piggyback here is headphones. I Good cannot move. imagine a greater hell than traveling without headphones or music in general. Like so when you're on a plane, it, you need headphones to drown out like there's like one person that has like onset lung cancer that's just coughing uncontrollably. Dude. There's babies. Sometimes it'll be an animal that makes its way out. Like there's an iguana that I didn't know iguanas make noises. Yep. But someone has a, a therapy iguana. Resting on their shoulder, someone's in the bathroom blowing it up. Like you know, people, someone's scared of the turbulence, so they're all. Eh. You need the headphones. You, they are a must. I think one of my biggest things. I travel a lot, going back from state to St. Louis, St. Louis and back. Headphones are essential, especially for me at least. I don't like talking to people. Yeah, yeah. And there's this old lady sitting next to me on the bus. She's sitting there. She's showing me pictures of her grandchild, and eventually she takes a break. She stops. That's my moment of opportunity. Yeah. Strap the headphones on. They're in. Music is cranked all the way up. Yeah, she's not talking to me anymore. It's like, sorry, man. I have to listen to my uh, Joel Osteen podcast. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't listen to about your granddaughter anymore. I will say this: headphones in general, when you're talking about traveling, just headphones like walking around campus are the greatest thing to have people not talk to you. Yeah. Yes. Like when someone's trying to get you to sign a petition. Yeah. Like for some yeah. like 2020 election, he's like. He looks at you and you're just like you point to your headphones that can't hear you, bud. Sorry, my, not gonna my, sign my your classic weird move. Weed thin. My classic move is like I'll be walking past one of the petition people at Wells, and I'll kind of I'll put I have the the Beats wireless headphones, and I'll kind of put my head down and I'll start talking to myself like I'm on the phone with someone, and they don't bother you. Do you I, move. I have my music cranked up and I loudly say no, thank you, and I'm pretty sure I'm yelling at them, but really it gets the job done. I don't like yeah, the headphones are great. Like when you're sitting in the calf. 
You know, you don't want to be that guy that's like looking around like, uh, what's going on here? Pop the headphones in. It's a good time. So headphones. like that one. My second one is a pillow. I don't know if, if you guys are, but I'm one of those people who I sit in a car or a plane or anything. I look out the window and I immediately, it's lights out. I have, I am convinced that I have never survived a car ride, whether it was two minutes or 20 minutes or 200 minutes without falling asleep in it. Obviously not at the wheel, but I think I fall asleep <laughs> every time I'm in the car. That's amazing. But I do you bring like a full size pillow or like a neck, neck pillow? Like a mini pillow. Neck pillow. You got one of those mini just square ones yeah. that you like a throw pillow is what I think they're called. Um use one of those. I'm yeah. kind of confused with this list. Are you guys talking about like we're talking about driving and flying, right? Sure. They so do you fly either. are you able to sleep when you get on a plane? I I can't physically do it. Sometimes I can it depend it all depends. I I can't do the neck pillow on the plane. Because the seats don't go far back enough, and it's just uncomfortable. I just, I just bang my head against the window. It's that's why the middle seat sucks because you can't get Horrible. Go, you, you have to go neck pillow so that your head's not flopping around everywhere. But yeah, no, I'm I'm easy on flights. Flights, I'm out, and it's a problem because I flights. My head leans back, and then my mouth's open. I'm leaning everywhere. It's yeah. a bad look. Drooling, but yeah, pillows, pillows, huge. I like that. Uh, my next travel essential. This is very personal for me. Detroit. And or Michigan State gear. I never, when I say never, I never travel anywhere unless I have like my, I always bring my like Detroit Tigers hat. I bring like an MSU shirt because I'm one of those guys that loves to rep my team in the airport or like when I show up at the hotel and like for some reason you're in like. Dude, you're such a dad. That is (laughs) such, dude, that is such like a. That's such a move when you're just like at an airport or a hotel. You're just like, go green. And, yeah, then, and, then, yep. and then like the kid's like, go white. Yeah, <laughs> dude, nothing, nothing fires me up more than like checking into a hotel. I'm like, for example, when we were down in Nashville and I'm just all of a sudden I'm out and about one night in Nashville and this like 35-year-old woman with like a couple of her friends were down there like, oh, go green. I'm like, go white because I was wearing my Michigan State polo down there. And we started talking and they were like, oh, asking me all these questions about – campus and like what are you doing after wow. it was all I, I love it because it's one it's a conversation starter two it's like yeah what's up like i'm yeah i'm wow. a spartan like what's up wow I'm yeah a, i don't I'm like talking to people fan. what's up don't like having conversations i like getting so i don't wear anything to start a conversation fair enough that is good though that is good my next one essential snack cheeto puffs Ooh, good. the puff has it's good. necessary that is such a bad road trip snack what <laughs> dude cheeto puffs are very good but they're messy. You can't have a messy car snack. Dog, now I'm in the car. I'm having the time of my life. I'm trying to make this a a great time for myself. I gotta get my snack. No, it, it, okay. you gotta get you a Cheeto Puff. First, we've I think we've discussed this how Cheeto Puff is are just superior to Crunchy Cheetos. Yes, yeah. like it's it's not even a debate. But they're so messy. That is something like you're you're gross. You're doing a lot. <laughs> like you're doing that like gross little thing, Eating and like w everyone in the, in the car is like, "Get this guy away from me!" I got cheese on my shirt, and like it, I, you feel gross after you have some <laughs> Cheeto puffs in the car. I think you keep it light with a little cheese. It's action. That's not a bad play or the goldfish. That's I've have the yeah, cheese but you got your flavor blasted, debate. which is the same yeah, same it's issue. Also messy. You're right. I think you just go for it. Good call. I like Cheeto puffs. I like I like putting Cheeto puffs in my mouth and just letting them like disintegrate. I know? do too. That <laughs> I know it's like. You just let That's it soak. Something. Yeah, you suck it. You're sucking on it when it's in your mouth. It's just waiting for it to, no, for that just to disintegrate. Like, and it turns into like a hard like. That's ah, oh, it's great. Stuff like that and like I 
my favorite thing in God's green earth is getting a pretzel rod and acting like it's a cigar. Yeah. I think it's so cool. <laughs> pretzel rod, it, yes, pretzel rods, great travel, like travel. Yeah, that, that's true. Pretzel rods, oh, down yeah. those. You know what's really good as well? Going on the pretzel thing, those pretzel bites when they put peanut butter in the middle. Oh, yeah, I can eat a hundred of them, yeah. Snyder's of Hanover. Oh, man. Take all my money. How about the how about the little pretzels got like the honey mustard and onion in them? No, uh, unreal. Oh, dude. I used to Fantastic. get them all the time at parties. Oh. Yeah, unbelievable. Oh. Okay, my next one. This might be a little confrontational. Icy hot. Always have icy hot. You just never know. I have a tendency <laughs> to get tight. Uh, I got, you know, you need to loosen up. up. I, he's, he's a dad. Like without I, I, icy hot. Bring, does icy hot even work? Yeah, it does. I bring. I, it's, I have a little roller. You roll it on. You never know. You're on a. You're on a tough flight. Your neck. You know, a little neck cramp going on. You're like, all right, I'm gonna get off the flight. We're gonna roll it on a little bit. We're good to go. Lower back. You never know. And I just. I, I also bring like. I'll bring Motrin. Like I bring. Wow. All, you know, my and my toiletries, just like things, just in case you need them. You know what I mean? I don't want to have to like go out and buy a whole bottle of Motrin when I'm on vacation. But like the icy hot is like it's huge, dude. You 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 pull your groin when you're on the dance floor one night at the bar, wherever you're at. You know, icy hot. Wake up the next morning, you feel great. I'm. This is the, we're talking. You travel are forty essentials. years old and have two kids. There's this is. I wish I I long to have. I mean, children I one very day. much respect it because you like if I ever needed it, I know you got it. Yeah, but you ever start is... cr- you're so cramping up. I got dude. I, <laughs> Lay down. I'll rub some Ben Gay on your back. That's my dad. I, we were talking about this too. It's a little tangent. Um, I don't. I was talking about golf with one of the assistant coaches on our hockey team, and we were talking about how I remember my dad. My dad is, is used to be a very very good golfer back in his day, and he still is. But he only plays like once every couple of months because he'll play and his back will just fall apart, and he like has mm. to recoup or, or or rehabilitate. But there's like. I just the smell of Ben Gay is forever like ferment or like cemented in my brain because there's just days of like my dad like will go on the golf course and he just will like, throw a handful in he's rubbing himself up with it. Then there was wow. this one time too. Um, my my buddy Eric tells me this fantastic story of how he was in the parking lot going to some father son golf outing and he got the dads in the parking lot with their shirts off rubbing CBD oil on each other's bags. <laughs> Before the round, just legendary. But yeah, that's why I have the icy hat. You never know. There is no, I don't think any older person slash a dad or slash any person who has a bad back, there is nobody who are happier when they feel like loose. Yeah. When they're like, oh, when they, when yeah. they got a good, they have a good back day, they're like, I, I could take on the world. And yeah. then two days later, they can't walk. That's but why still, I always, I'm always get a big, fired up for that. I remember when I was a kid, like playing like catch with my dad or going to play golf. It was just like you come downstairs and you hope your dad's not leaned over the counter grabbing his back because like, <laughs> no, no, it's you gonna know... be a good day if dad's loose. Oh, he's gonna be he'll be ripping he'll be throwing forty yard bot forty yard post to you in the backyard. No, but the thing about it on a discussion of like dads being injured, they like they're so mad. They're so mad about it too. Yeah, and they're like, mm, like yep. they, 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 they give a little grunt and you're like. Maybe you shouldn't play today or something. Yeah. They're like, no, I'm playing. Yeah. I'm playing. My dad chunks one. He's like, I just can't. He's like, I just can't get around it. He's like, you know, those people in the practice, like, I just can't get around it. <laughs> awesome. All right. Anyway, icy hot. Love it. Uh, my next one, the three S's. Sweats, socks, slides. Wow. That was good. <laughs> that was Thank good. Thank you. Thank you. That was good. Slides. Slides. They... On a plane? Not Ooh, on a plane. More syndrome. of a road thing. 
Okay. Road I don't. I, like I won't that. do them on the plane. No. Because your your feet do hurt when you're sitting in the car for a long time. Yeah. So I do them on the do them on the road, not on a plane. But sweats sweats, you have to. If 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 you're one of those people wearing jeans. Yeah, dude. I stop. I, I'm a guy. I wear sweatpants and or shorts every single day of my life. Like no no if ands or buts about it. If you're wearing like jeans or or khakis on the plane or in the car, like you're psycho. I always bring shorts with me too. Have to, yeah, have to. I think one of the best moves I think I've ever made looked ridiculous. One of our trips basketball last year, March time. You got to bring the suit with you, but there's not you know you don't have space to put it in a big yeah. um suit bag or whatever. You wear the top half, and then you got sweats on the bottom. Yep. You do what's necessary. That's a good one. Um, my next one, uh, baby wipes. Now, hear me out on this. This is just, I don't want to get, I feel like I'm getting looks. Trent's, I love looking at Trent. I love looking at Trent. Oh, is Trent in here? He's over there in the corner. Oh, he's in the back? I, I love looking him. at him. Yo, what it is? Baby wipes. Now, the reason why I bring baby wipes well, is one. Well, basically, I, I'm going to cut you off. We brought Trent in, and I don't think Trent knows what he's supposed to be doing here. NBA in a second. Yeah. Oh, okay. All-star game stuff. Okay. I did, so you're on the NBA, Trent. Sorry. I just had to do you my head You can do Super Bowl stuff, too. Um, so baby wipes are, first of all, multi-use. You had to, like, you spill, like, you know, you spill, like, nacho cheese on yourself on the True. flight somehow. Yeah. Wipe it off. Baby wipe. Now, the thing is, too, sometimes when you're traveling, stuff happens. You know, you might have to pull over to the side of the road, find your way into the woods, or when you're, like, at a rest stop or something, and, like, you know, if you have, like, it's bad sushi the night before and you just let loose at a rest stop, you're not going to be wanting to use the quarter-ply toilet paper. You pull out the baby wipes. You know, you plop them up. They just it's, it, You have to use them. It is what it is. Okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, there's nothing wrong with it. What are you shaking it? your head for? <laughs> Why are you shaking your head? That is such a disgusting and just <laughs> vile move. <laughs> That you have had so many encounters where you <laughs> no, I I haven't. I'm just I'm just saying. Like, do you that, actually do this move? Because no one actually does that. People say that. No, I I I bring baby wipes. So you the thought do? crosses yeah. your mind that that's gonna happen, just in case. Or again, do it's more so of like if you somehow have just like in an ex- case. Are you to have like I do? How many times do you, you have not, accidents? Dude, that's I've never had anyone have accident. accident. It's all it's been preventative. Been poops his pants on the red. I guess. <laughs> no, I don't poop my pants. I don't poop my pants ever. I did poop my pants when I was Rubinowitz little one time. Rubinowitz is never going on an impact road trip. I got a great, I got a great pooping pants story when I was younger. But I, the reason why I started bringing baby wipes is because when I was a kid, I was in like, I was like four or five years old. It was my preschool graduation. We were at ITC Community Sports Park in Novi. How are you? And the ice cream man came by, and I remember walking over to the ice cream man, and all of a sudden I seized up, and I was like, uh oh. And I go, Mom, gotta go to the bathroom. Destroyed the bathroom. What? Then go home, and we were had to go to Florida. We're going to Disney World that day. I I kid you not, Julian. If a flight to Florida is three and a half hours, I was in the bathroom for three hours and twenty seven minutes of the flight, and I was crying because you're getting all worked <laughs> up, you're sweating, you're like this <laughs> yeah. sucks. And so then we get to Disney World. I'll never forget. We get to Disney. It's like ninety five degrees outside. We're sitting like waiting for the bus to come by and pick us up to take us to our hotel or whatever. My dad comes over with a bottle of warm Pepto Bismol. He's like, take this, all of you in need of it, or drink of it. And I, I'm like, all right, sure. Start drinking the Pepto-Bismol. Hot Pepto-Bismol and 95-degree heat does not work. I swear to you, Julian, we were there for a week. I was, I did not leave the room for six days. Didn't get to see anyone. Didn't get to go on any of the rides. And so now I bring baby wipes. That's why I bring baby wipes. Wow. Oh, Fair right. enough. 
Okay. I can't see Collins versus Claire. We're just going to move on from this. I don't think. Are okay. D. Collins, do you want to say anything about that? Because I have no response to. I mean, that's definitely an experience where you're just like, I, I got to bring baby wipes now every time. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> like, yeah. I, you're just yeah. like, I'm never not bringing you know, them. <laughs> yeah. Like, you got You always got a bots in the car. Yeah. Like, in the trunk. Let me, hey, hold on. Yeah. Let me go in the trunk. All right. Anyway, Julian, your that's last one. That's scarring. Um, last one, a, a movie. Uh, just. Yeah. Any movie I've been Baby Driver has been the movie of choice recently. What a great, great movie! movie. It's a great road what a great movie. movie. Movie in the car though is not good. Like you, you can, I, I feel, I How feel so? like nauseous every time I try and watch a movie. I'm oh, like my laptop in the yeah, car. You're bo- yeah, you're bouncing everywhere. You're I don't like that. No, what? Just put on the Toby Keith album, Dad. Like the only CD we got in the car. Just put that on. I, I, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, this is definitely in my opinion because I want, I can read in cars too. I know, but I know a lot of people who get like motion sickness from. You trying can to read, read in cars. Yeah. That should be like me- a medical marvel. <laughs> like people who <laughs> I, can I, read I, in cars. I car- read sometimes. I. My mom always says this when we would go like up north. She would be able to work in the car. I can't when I go in the car. I'm I shut off. I can't do anything meaningful in the car except How, she look have at a my laptop? phone. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Laptop in the car is impossible. I don't get it. I don't know. I like. I actually don't get it. It's crazy. Um, my last one. I'm gonna defer to Ryan Collins. Collins, what's a travel essential for you? Um, I would say a travel essential for me. I think mu- It's all about the music. Yeah, and, and and it's not bad when you got like ninety seven one when you're going up north for like the first hour because yeah. you get so worked up. Yeah, you're like, ah, what are these guys saying? Yeah, well, they, they're talking bad about Stafford, and then you mellow out with like a little like country, and then you move, wake your uh, like you're getting a little bit closer to the cottage. You're like, uh oh, time to turn the energy. Up. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, it just oh, have, yeah. it has to connect. You can't have a you can't have music that doesn't connect. It can't be coming out of left field. You can't have like Shania Twain and then playing Jay Z like twenty minutes later. Yeah, got to build up. We'll say Motown Rundown, great road trip podcast. Is the soothing my soothing voice? Listen to it on the way to Wisconsin. Fantastic, fantastic. Excellent. We appreciate your support. Of course, always do. I need merch. We need a shirt. We we got a hard enough time getting things. We <laughs> we had a hard enough time getting our episodes available for people to listen to, let alone. <laughs> Getting any merch, but we'll, we'll keep you informed. Um, all right, let's go to a quick break here if we can. Uh, we will do NBA All-Star break stuff with Trent, as he's been now sitting patiently for an hour and a half in the Herman Moore jersey. We have Super Bowl stuff to talk about, too. Yes. Our favorite prop bets. We'll get to it all. i got a half hour left here. Don't turn the station. This is the Green and White Report. If you only knew the power of Impact 89FM. If you're a veteran of Iraq or Afghanistan, like me, coming home can be harder than expected. But it turns out I wasn't alone. At IAVA.org, there's a free online community of thousands of vets who've got your back. Whether it's managing the transition home or everyday stuff like finding a nice sweater for my dog. Sweater? Okay, maybe not that. Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America is there for you. Join our community at IAVA.org. We've got your back. Brought to you by IAVA and the Ad Council. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Friday nights at 10 p.m., get ready for The Mechanical Pulse, where we're spinning all the house, trance, drum and bass, electro, ambient, and remixed music you need to get the weekend started. You'll hear live interviews and DJs spinning straight from the Impact Studios and the best new music on the scene. So tune in every Friday night at 10 p.m. for Mechanical Pulse. Only on 88.9 The Impact. 
Impact 89 FM. Adam Baker back again with your Impact Radio Sports Update. It's Super Bowl. This is the Impact Sports Update. It's Super Bowl Sunday today. Naturally, during the media week leading to the game, both teams speak highly of each other. We saw it with Kelsey and Kittle. We saw it with Sherman and Matthew. But Frank Clark didn't want any of that this week. He wasn't even on the team last year, but won't forget D. Won't let D. Ford forget the mistake that cost the team a trip to the Super Bowl last week. Before the conference championship, he's talked about how dumb of a penalty it was and how he's never had one because of how hard it is to be caught being lined up offsides. And doubled down this week saying he couldn't even name a single D. Ford stat until he did that mindless penalty. And that, again, you would never see him doing anything like that. Green and White Report. Hey, how are you? How's it going? Hello, everybody. That's shout out to RA and Spitting Chicklets. Actually, wait, no free plugs, no free ads. No free plugs. I do like Spitting Chicklets, though. Okay, here we go. Trent's I see a lot here. Of people with that hat. Hi, Trent. Morning. Morning. Good to see you guys. It's good to see your face, Trent. Julian, long time no yeah, see. It's By been the way, a while. I can't stop looking at your Herman Moore jersey. Like, why is yeah. the Reebok logo in the corner of the armpit? <laughs> because I got it on eBay and I don't know when it was made or where it's from or whatever. That looks like a jersey that you probably had when you were twelve. And it probably still I, bought, fits. I actually bought this like last year. You strike me, you strike me as a guy who's a lot of the, your clothes that fit you at twelve fit you now at whatever twenty or nineteen or however old you. My are. No, mom that is, gives me a that lot. That is of, me. That is me. <laughs> because I got fat, and then I fat I, RC. I, hey, yeah, dude, I had to get all these clothes as I was fat, and then I lost weight, and I fit in all these clothes I fit in like in seventh grade. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Yeah. No, it's not. I'm it's, here for it. Yeah, save money. I, I guess you save money, but you're like, dude, is that the same Clemson shirt you wore at our like sixth grade graduation? Yo, yes, I is. like it though, because I, I feel like every time I see you, it's like you kind of have vintage clothes on. It's kind of sick. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I like Collins has a good vibe about him. He's, yeah. got, a good, he's, he's got a certain aura. We should do a segment. Thanks, each, guys. We should, do a, <laughs> we should do a segment each week where we say one nice thing about Collins. <laughs> I, I like that. Let's start doing that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Compliments for Collins. There you yes. go. Oh. Wow. All right. You could probably come wow. up with something better than that. No, I like that. All right. Julian, go I like ahead. the positivity we're working with here. Good. This Julian, is great. Julian, kick it off. This here. is great. Okay, yes. So the NBA All-Star Game, uh, the rosters have been announced, the starters and reserves. So we're going to do a little impact draft. Collins, if you can uh, keep track of who we draft for us. Uh, three of us, or so 24 players, are going to draft eight each um, from the pool of starters and reserves. Just quick hits first. A couple of snubs from the All-Star game. Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, both out. Very much ridiculous. Very much should be in this game. Devin Booker has kind of gone on a little bit of a, a talk, talking about how it should be how he used to see the best players get in the All-Star game. And I don't think he has a point. I think <laughs> both of them are averaging like 26, 27 points a game and aren't going to make the All-Star game. Give me a bro- – who cares <laughs> if you make the All-Star game? I understand – A lot of people. No, 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 no. No, I understand – Rudy Gobert a- cried when he didn't make it a yeah, couple years ago. Yeah, because he's a loser. Well, I agree with that. that but- I understand what the incentive part of contracts, if you make the All-Star game, you're probably due to make a lot more money, which I understand why these guys would be mad about it. At the same time, Devin Booker and Bradley Beal – Bradley Beal – Get out of my face. I understand what Devin Booker not making an all-star game. Yeah, he's averaging 27. Yeah, like, I I get Bradley Beal. Like, dude, your team is so bad, and you are a very good player. That is why you're averaging these numbers. And guess what? If you look at your defensive splits, you've been horrible. Everyone was giving Trey Young such a hard time because he can't play defense. Guess what? Bradley Beal's at the bottom of all those statistics, too. I'm just saying. He's a starter in the games. 
So what? why can't Bra- Trey Young's is starting? He's I'm starting saying, in this. Why I, can't I, Bradley Beal just make the team? Yeah, but I don't know who do you, he doesn't who beat do you out, want. He doesn't beat out Bam Adebayo. Yeah, no, he doesn't. Bam Adebayo Sabonis. has been so good. He deserves he's to be an all-star. An, no, he doesn't. Bam Adebayo does not deserve no, to be an all-star. he's not an all-star. Absolutely not. Lose my number. Lose my number, okay? <laughs> Lose it. All right. Anyway, <laughs> there we go. So those are the subs, snubs. Uh, the All-Star game is changing its format for this game. Um, so they're going to start at 0-0 at each quarter. Each team is just going to be a fresh quarter for them. And then at the start of the fourth quarter, to honor Kobe, what they're going to do is uh, total up the final score from the three quarters. Um, and then whoever has the highest, it's going to be that score plus 24 is the target score to reach. Um, and so each team will kind of fight to see who gets to the 24, the target score, um, at that point of the fourth quarter. So we'll move into the draft. Starter pool, I uh, got Giannis, LeBron, AD, Harden, Doncic, Embiid, Kawhi, Siakam, Walker, and Young. So we'll start there first. Who wants to have the first pick? I don't know. How should, we, how should we decide that? That's tough. Why do I get the first pick? You get the first pick. Okay, so are we going to go we'll one, two? Are we going to go, oh, let's go me, then who's next after me? We'll go this way, so Trent will be second. Okay. You guys want to snake it? And then does we, it come back to me, or is it going to go it's gonna go one, back two, to you. three, we're three, just, two, one? We'll just go in the circle. Okay. Perfect. With my first pick, I'm going to take Trent's guy, also my guy, LeBron James. Can't go wrong. I know. You can't. All right. Oh, trust pick. me, I know. Um, I'm going to take Giannis. Damn. Yeah. I knew it wasn't coming back to me, but whatever. <laughs> All right, let's see. Who don't want? I got I to gotta take AD. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Anthony Davis. Dude, come on, easy. man! I wanted to get the connection. The duel. Yeah, that's the chemistry. You got you, you got a good suck. pick though. You suck for that. Whoever you, you pick, uh, I'm gonna take Kawhi. I okay. Le- LeBron and Kawhi on the same team is just scary in my brain. So, so like is that. Giannis and James Harden. So I got Harden. Okay. Boo! Okay. Bad pitch, Ryan. <laughs> He's leading the league in scoring. It's the yeah. All Star game. Yeah. Dude, Gian- Giannis and Harden. Game. No, that's not good chem. Yes, I don't it like is. That it's not good I'll take one one game, one night only. I don't know about that one. All right, okay. All right, all right. Okay, for one I song don't... and one song only. Um, my next one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take. I can't believe he's still on the board. Give me Doncic. Damn it. Give me Doncic. Luca and AD. Damn. Insane. Let's go. Uh, I need a point guard. Trey Young. Thank you. This is ridiculous. How fast, dude? I don't want Joel Embiid. I don't either. Y'all are not gonna make me pick him. I'll, I'll take. Uh, I have Giannis, so I can't take Siakam. I'll take Kemba. Kemba Harden and, that's a, that's a and good Giannis. Pick. That's yeah. All right, that's a good big three. Okay, I got Doncic, AD. I'm gonna go with. Mm-hmm. Give me Siakam. I'm gonna go. I don't. I'm not a Joel Embiid fan, and I don't need him. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go off the starter pool here. Can I go to the reserves before we finish the starters? Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm gonna take Damian Lillard. That's a great that's actually pick. an awesome pick. Dude. He, <laughs> that's a great pick. He, I Thank saw, you. I, I just saw he's Thank got 361 points and 77 assists over his last yeah, six he had games. 51 last night. That's just insane. I appreciate that. I'll get him off the board. Put him in my lineup. Is that oh, Collins back good. there doing the work? Who's doing that? Is that Collins? Oh, yeah, right, Collins, Collins put him in there. All right. Lillard's off the board. Uh, I don't want Embiid. I think last year didn't we make a pack that no one drafted him? <laughs> Why? I mean, he's not like Embiid, dude. He's such. He's just lazy and he he's always and he gets and he's complaining. Like the, oh my! What's his out. legacy? His legacy is being hurt and losing early. Fair. <laughs> that's his, no, I mean, that, that's all. Okay, Steve, like, are you gonna be Stephen A. or say don't eat burgers before the game like that? Yeah. I love Embiid. Embiid is so funny. Why do people not like well, Embiid? Well, yes, he's funny. It doesn't mean he's. 
a good. A, I'm not gonna say he's not a good basketball. Player. He's great, but I don't he just know. He, his legacy. Do you not, not great. like Embiid? Not really. I also think he picks on people he knows he can't beat. Yeah, like he he picks on Carl Anthony Towns. I, I'm like I'm not, glad you can beat Carl Anthony. Like pick Towns. on AD. Okay, I mean I hate. Pick Carl on Kawhi. Anthony Towns. Pick on LeBron. Pick yeah, on James Harden. Is there is okay? This is way off topic. Carl Anthony Towns. Why does everyone hate? Why do we all hate him? Because I just I hate, don't him. hate him. I, I don't. I don't hate but him. But I know. I, I know. Yeah. What you're saying. There's you know like what I'm a second yeah. perception. There that is. We all just say don't like him. People and think I, he's And soft. I'm a part of that. Like I just like don't like him because for, I think he's for no reason. It's been, like him and that whole Timberwolves with him and Wiggins. Like the whole culture, at least the the theme surrounding them is that they like don't want to play, so yeah. they don't play hard. And the thing with Cat is like he was supposed to be. He's been really. really he is really really, good. really good. And he is. He is. The team just sucks. I. I and I think, I think it's, it's just easy headband. for people to hop on the train. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think once he went to the headband, I'm like, I'm out. I don't like this guy. I just don't like this guy. Yeah, he's, he's got a. He's a head. bad head. It's like a bad headband. It's, like some it's people, the haircut. Some people add the headband, and you're like, save your sips, and you're like, I like the headband with the haircut. And then I, he takes the headband out, and you're like, oh no, what is he doing? It goes back and forth. It's rough. Whose pick is it now? Is it yours? Me? It's mine. Oh, I just I picked was gonna... Dame. Yeah. So I have okay. I have Bron, Dame, Kawhi, and Trey Young. Yes. So you, okay. So you guys. Okay. Go ahead. And right now I've got Kemba Walker, James Harden, Giannis, and I'm going to take him beat just because I need a big man. I'm going to do it. That's. Why I like him. Be- I like him better than the rest <laughs> of the big men. I'm not going to take Bam out of bio. Contrary Shit. to popular Could belief. Could take Ru- Rudy Gobert. Mm, I'll take him beat. Wow. Okay. Uh, let me see. I'm going to pick up. I got Doncic, AD, and Siakam. Give. Let me get. Oh, okay, I gotta rep the rep this rep the Lou. Give me mm. Jason Tatum. I knew you were gonna do it. I have to. Okay, Jason Tatum off the board. Who do I have? Do I need a big? Yeah, I do. I'm gonna take. Hey, thanks, Trent. I'll take Rudy Gobert. Need a big guy. All right, you can have fun with him crying. That's fine. Try Young. I, I love the passion. I need the guy that's got the passion. He's like he's happy to be there. Okay. All right. I'm gonna take. Hmm. Brandon Ingram. He's having a great year. He is having a great year. Love the pet. That's Love a good B.I. One. Um, my next one. Okay, Doncic, AD, Siakam, Tatum. Let me go with. You know, mm, give me Jokic. I'll take Nikola Jokic, the Joker. Don't right. hate it. Love the Joker. Uh, Jimmy Butler. Thanks for coming. You're killing me. The Heat are having a great year, by the way. They um, are. ah, this is tough. I got my starting five. I'm, I okay. I I I gotta go Russell Westbrook. I like him a lot. Yeah, it's it's such it's... a hot take. I like Russ too, man. Well, some people just don't, but I I like Russ. I'm gonna take him. Got him. Good one. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. See, my team is kind of small, but it's not like we're adding that much height. You know what? Give me Donovan Mitchell. <sighs> Spider. Spider. I love Donovan Mitchell. Um, Donovan Mitchell, great shoes. He has really cool shoes. Fantastic shoes. He's he's really done it well, like integrating the whole spider nickname and everything into his shoes. I mean, yeah. I like it a lot. I'm gonna take Chris Middleton, former Piston. <laughs> Great reasoning. Yeah. So now we are down to Can I just list the people real quick for yeah. the listeners? Here's yeah. who's left. Bam Adebayo, Chris Paul, Ben Simmons, Domantas Sabonis, and Kyle Lowry. And I'm gonna take CP3. That's a good pick. I now have three point guards on my team. CB3 All has of them been played in, for the Thunder at one point. He's been good this year, and I don't think people give him a lot of credit. Like he is. Well, people wrote the Thunder off like they'd be nothing. Yeah. I think right now they might be 
I mean, I know they're contending for like the eighth spot, they seventh are. spot. And for people who thought he was gonna go to OKC and just be horrible to all the young guys and force his way out of there, he's been great. He's been a vet. SGA is, whoo, that dude's good. Yep. Um, my next pick, uh, hmm, Bradley Beal should be here, but give me Bam Adebayo. Stop with this Bam slander. Like, stop. I'm not slandering Bam. Yeah, I love you are. Bam. Collins, pull I up his numbers. Pull up his numbers. It's I don't even know what they are, numbers. but I know they're... Yes, it's it is. It's not about the numbers. The All-Star game I is guess a personal what? thing. You, you said why the Miami Heat are having a great year? Yeah. He's a main reason. Awesome. So was Al Horford all those years, and he shouldn't have made the All-Star team either. I yeah, don't... I, I lose ser- my I, number. Just lose I it. Am, <laughs> dude, the All-Star game, people want to see the best players. They don't want to see the best system. That's, not, that's why Patriots don't make the Pro Bowl. Bam Adebayo is averaging 15 so, uh, points a game I, I, and 10 rebounds. Would you give 15 Draymond? 15 and 10? 15 Okay, and 10. Andre Drummond, just, uh, who you love very much, is averaging 18 and 16. Yeah, and he's but not it's in the All-Star different. Game. Bam Adebayo is a force on the defense oh end, too. Oh, my God. Is there uh, any defense playing the All-Star game? I Help understand, but you should deserve that nod. Why does okay. he not deserve All that right, nod? It's fair, but the, let's argue. Lose my number. Well, Bradley Bill is averaging 28. We're going to argue over Bam next care. week. I don't 28. The Wizards stink. Doesn't, well, next week we'll argue like about Bam Adebayo. We have to. We had you, Collins was the one who's going to do Super Bowl talk today, and he's getting sorry, all, sorry, yeah, getting all worked up. Uh, my last pick, correct? Yes. Uh, ben yes. Simmons. I will not let him shoot no. the ball. He will pass to everyone else. Ben Simmons. Hate Ben. Simmons. Okay, do Dude, not like Ben Simmons. This is where. Okay, I'm a big Pistons fan. I'm not picking a Pacer. <laughs> you, so pick a yeah. So pick a. So Raptor. I'm going to pick my four. I'm going to pick my fourth point guard, and I'm going to go with Kyle Lowry. Nice. This a lot is of so bad. You could tell Trent is just the most diehard Detroit sports fan that he's a. I can't take a pacer. We had that series in 2003 when he was four <laughs> years old. Yeah. That well, he's look, still like, mad about. I, can, I love it, dude. I can take Giannis because he's a buck, and it's like they've never really given us issues. Like we lost him last no, year's no, eight yeah. seed, but it's like nothing. You know, that, the Pacers. Like, we've got some history there. Yeah, no, I get it. That's yeah. like why I like for a long time. I just like don't like LeBron James because in Osa- like I have a ten year drudge, and it's LeBron scoring twenty five in a row with the Palace. Fair, but it's really funny. You said whoa, that. someone <laughs> just texted in never ending stuffed. Pastas are back at Olive Garden for a limited time. Rejoice. Thank you for letting us know. Wow. That might be huge. That had for to like, have been one of your buddies, right? I don't know. That might be huge for uh, if you need food for uh, the Super Bowl. That's a move. Stuffed pastas are back. Thank you for, for stuffed pasta guy. We appreciate you. Anyways, you get the bounce <laughs> Sabonis, correct? That's your last. Yeah, I, I, get, I get By the way, that was definitely a call to action. Not good. We're not allowed to do those. Whatever, dude. Who cares? <laughs> Whatever. No Call one to action. CTA. Wait, can can we give Julian? Can you just can we give you Bradley Beal? No, no. stop. Instead of Sabonis. No. Put, put some respect on Sabonis. Can I, can I take Dre? No. Okay. Get out. Okay. Now you're just Andre Drummond stinks. I hate that guy. <laughs> Best rebounder. Famously, Ryan Collins. He is a trash can. Hot garbage, as Collins would say. Okay. Do we have our rosters? Can we read uh, yeah, them off? I think that's it. Yes. So I got Doncic, AD, Siakam. Oh, looks like mine ran off. Tatum. Who else did I pick up? I picked up Donovan Mitchell, Demontis Sabonis. How many is that now? I don't know. So we've, yeah. Collins stopped. Some, this, this, this was yeah, just I, saw, Collins, I got too Collins, Collins let me down. I thought he had me. My bad. I'll tell I'm you sorry. what. I got the best team by far. Come on. Braun, Dame, Kawhi, yeah, Trey get, Young, you. Rudy Gobert, Jimmy Butler, Chris Middleton, Ben Simmons. Yeah, Come you, on you really did, but you also had the first pick, so don't get oh, too far out of yourself. Okay. You got the best player in the world. Uh, okay. Ryan Rabinowitz is and the best, best player of all time. Greatest player of all time. You have James. LeBron and Dame. Greatest player of all time is up for debate, but whatever. Um, 
LeBron and Dame together. Fantastic. Okay. That's a good move. All right. Is that cool for NBA? Yeah, we can talk about it more because I know that's we great. got we still got some time before it happens. But we'll yeah, talk we got about time. It. Um, okay, so we'll move on from that stuff. Super Bowl time. Uh, we can talk some cool prop bets. First of all, let's do. Why don't we get predictions out of the way for the game? What okay. do you want to do? Okay, when we're talking about the game, it like with the Kobe like news and stuff. It's been a weird Super Bowl week. There's not that much hype, and yeah. you don't not as much media attention towards the Super Bowl. But like, this is a weird Super Bowl. I I like can't. I think it's either it's gonna be a one sided game either way. You think like, so? I I can't see a close team. See, I don't know. I've been I, sizing I myself up more and more and talking about it. Just I feel like this could. I'm. Mean, it does have the potential to be a blowout, but I think this could be a one of the better Super Bowls. No, but I think, I think these teams are both like legitimately very good. I think their styles are so contrasting, and I I think if yeah. like San Fran's able to run the football. Like it, which I think they will be because I don't think Kansas City's defense is that good. They'll be able to run the football a little bit, but like they'll just run it down their throats and their defense will go at Mahomes all day. But in the other side of the coin, if Mahomes is just doing what he did to the Titans, I, I can't see San Fran stopping him. I don't know. I just really don't see like an, a shootout out of these two teams. I, I could see like a 35 to like. 17 win from the Chiefs or the 49ers. That's just how I feel yeah. about this. I, I just don't see – I just said one team's going to be superior. I just don't know which one it is. There's which a is weird the dynamic going on ever. here because, like, if I was a 49ers fan, I would maybe want to, like – this sounds crazy because we're Lions fans and we don't like to play with leads yeah. or whatever. But, like, if, you, if I'm a 49ers fan, you might not want to get too far ahead because, like, you just start running the ball and getting conservative. And Mahomes will score two touchdowns in three minutes. So – I, it's just weird. It's gonna be weird, but I hope it's a good game. But Collins, for the are we gonna? You guys want to give predictions? Are we gonna do the prop bets thing? Should we do predictions? Do you want me to give a prediction? Because I have. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Just uh, yeah, give yours some reasoning. So I think I, the Chiefs. The Chiefs are minus one and a half. Correct. Well, uh, not to toot my own horn, but I did predict this being the Super Bowl. People do. Did forget you really? That. Yeah, I did. People forget that. People do forget that. People forget. People do forget that. So, uh, uh, Kansas City. I like Kansas City. Yeah, I think minus one and a half, Kansas City. I I would just like to think that I'm excited to see Patrick Mahomes make an absolute statement as far as that he is the. If you're not sold by now that he is the real deal, I think minus one and a half. I obviously I'm going to take the Chiefs. Um, I don't trust San Francisco to do enough offensively to catch the Chiefs. I just think that what they can do on offense and the weapons they have are something that, that San Francisco has not seen yet. Granted, KC has not seen what San Francisco has on D yet, but I'll take the Chiefs. I don't care either way. It, I was telling Julian walking in here, like, whatever. It's the day to eat and just hang out and cool. Yeah, I got the Chiefs in this one. I just don't... I thought the Chiefs did a good job of standing up to Derrick Henry against the Titans, and I think they'll do a good job of standing up uh, to San Francisco. I think what this comes down to is if Jimmy G can throw the football. If he throws the football and throws it well and scores a couple of times, I I think you are looking at what could be a bigger game for the Niners. Because I think their defense stands tall. It's just going to be whether that offense can keep up with the Chiefs. And if Jimmy G's throwing well, the running game's going well, then this, this could be all Niners. I like the 49ers, and the only reason why is because I don't see a weakness anywhere except for quarterback. And even then, it's like, is that really a weakness? Like, the Jimmy the Jimmy Garoppolo slander is kind of, not not from you guys, but just in general, people, you know, questioning his ability and everything. He hasn't been asked to do much all season long. Right. And, 
you know, maybe, yeah, there's two ways to look at it. One is, you know, maybe he can't because he's never been in that situation and we don't know how he'll respond. And number two is this is a huge game and we don't know exactly how the 49ers are going to come out. But I just trust the 49ers to run the ball very well in Mostert. And uh, I just, I, I don't know. I like Nick Bosa to get after the quarterback. I just think I think the 49ers will get ahead, and I think they'll hang on to a win. I think it'll be like a, a field goal either way. It's going to be a close game. It's I hope tough. so. Mahomes has just been so good. Did been. the 49ers get the waiver to wear their cool white jerseys? Are they wearing those today? I don't know. I have no idea. Like the know. throwback ones? Yeah, yeah they oh, asked really? for a special waiver. If they, wear the, if they wear those, they're winning. Yeah, that's what I mean, I'm saying. That's, that's I, I, like, I'll completely change yeah. my pick. 49ers, <laughs> okay. what a good jersey game. Yeah. I don't like colors. that they're both red because it's just like – I don't know. That's kind of weird, but great jerseys. Yeah. All right. Well, those are our picks. Let's do some prop bets real quick. Uh, first one, uh, probably the most popular one. How long will it take Demi Lovato to sing the U.S. National Anthem? Over easy. Two minutes and four seconds. The over is plus 175. The under, minus 280. She. I know Demi Lovato has gone as long as 211. I know that for a fact. Really? Dude, she's, I, she's going like 155, 157, 211, and like 205 before, I think. I, I love the sports table and like stuff. Like, I, I, I love chipping in a couple does. I, I, I hate these prop bets. I think they're fixed. I truly believe that. Like the whole Gatorade one. Like they tell people about yeah, them before they – or Yeah, like if you work for like whoever wins like their equipment staff, why not put 100000 on the purple Gatorade? Yeah, like, like why? Like, I don't, I don't know if you can like bet if you're a part of an organization. You like can, that, but you, I, I'm just saying I, they no, might. I heard they yeah. could here's tell little, like their brother here's or a little, something. Here's a little insider tip. I heard from a source, an unnamed source, that the Chiefs are a grape Gatorade team and the Niners are an orange Gatorade team. So you pick who you think's winning. I'm telling you, put money on it. I'm, I'm telling you. I feel like you have to. If I won the Super Bowl, I would be a yellow Gatorade team. No, I, I feel like it just feels better. Feels yeah, right. It probably doesn't uh, stain it. Like red Gatorade, like all your clothes are done. Yeah, red Gatorade's yeah. not a And that's horrible nope. for your kidneys, isn't it? Red dye is like terrible for your kidneys. Really? Is that oh, true? Sh- oh, no. I'm pretty sure I that's mean, true. <laughs> oh, shoot. I mean, I've had. <laughs> yeah. You've been Should loose with the words today. What, what do you mean? You're the one that said defla- you wanted to deflower another human being. No, that's uh, you're taking that out of context. But it is out of context. No matter what, that, that's one of the. I don't think I'd ever say deflower another human being. That's what man, she, woman, or child never deflowers. I know, I know, I know what you she, were trying he to say. He literally is taking a flower off the girl. Right. That didn't sound right either. <laughs> that didn't sound. That's not good. Okay, what do we got for the over under? You said the over. On Demi Lovato. Over. Over two over two minutes, mm. five seconds. The, under. For those odds, I'm gonna be, yeah, I'm gonna be different. That. I'm gonna go I'm, under. I'm sorry, two four. You're gonna go under. What's the wait? I, it's am. what? Two, two minutes, four seconds. For those odds, plus one seventy, oh. can't beat that value. Listen, Ooh. my reasoning for this, let me just maybe maybe I can talk some of you off the ledge here. So I watched the Grammys and Demi Lovato performed and she she was very cho- she was choked. She did, but she was choked up at the beginning Song's and she had to start good. over. And I think now that she got that like emotional burst out because she hasn't been in the public eye a lot. Yeah. I think she's gonna come in and just belt it out. Yeah, but I feel like she done. she's in a who sang the national anthem last year? Do you remember like my buddy had the under John Legend? I don't know. I so, got it wrong. Whatever it was, she the Beyonce, person stopped. Older lady. The person stopped, yeah, and then they started right at the end, and my everyone was like, "Yes, yes, no." It was yeah. like one of those, but like I feel like she's due for that. She'll be like, "Stop," and it'll be like, "And the uh, home," and then she stops. Of uh, the 
Brad, it was, it was and Gladys then there was Knight. Nuts. Yeah, Gladys Knight. Gladys, Legend, yeah, that's right. Motown. Yeah, she screwed what me. What a sick name. The, see, the other the other side name. of that is the how long will the brave be held out as five and a half seconds? Oh, that I was, I was I was I was practicing beforehand. I think but I can go five and a six. half is a long time. I mean, is that it? is a long time. It's brave. I mean, that was, like three, that was like three and a half. Yeah. For but six. That was six. I, it was, I was you, you, that you, was too You just kind of stuck up your fingers. You didn't really <laughs> I count. don't know, dude. I kind of like the over. All I right. like the over. Okay. I respect the over. What else can we do? Let's, I'm, I'm checking out. Uh, so uh, Gatorade, you're going orange and purple? It's either going to be orange or purple. I'm telling you guys. I'm just, I'm letting you. For, yeah. Do they always do the Gatorade? Yes. Always? Yeah. I'm telling you guys, I would put money on both. I would I, put I, money okay. on both of them. Hedge them. It's got to be purple. I will say this. This is like my my favorite prop that never wins. The person who scores the first touchdown because yeah. the odds are just insane. Yeah, and I just take the backup tight end every time because it's like plus twelve thousand, yeah. like stuff like that. First touchdown, who scores the first touchdown today? Forty ers Yeah, but who? Like the player oh, wise? Oh. Yeah, Kittle. Mosert. Kittle. Kittle. You like Kittle? I like Kittle. Goal line situations. What the Lions are going to do with Hawkinson all year next mm. year? Okay. Ooh. Goal line fade. Okay, let's stop. Crazy. I, know I like. I like Damian Williams, or whichever whichever the running back, whoever number twenty six is for the for the Chiefs, because they have three guys named yeah. D Williams. Yeah, that's team. wild. They do <laughs> yeah. actually. Yeah, twenty six. Uh, Niners and give me Sherman. Really? Ooh. Those are some incredible. Julian, that's Dude, awesome. no, that that will be. <laughs> I love other. that pick. It's like other. Yeah. So like they have all the offensive players and other. I do like that pick. That's what I'm thinking. What do you? you oh, dude, Sherman. It, there should be, there's definitely odds. It's like Richard Sherman, like. Post steam speech yelling at a reporter. <laughs> There's definitely odds for that. What do you got, Collins? Did you pick yours yet? What for my touchdown? Yeah, backup tight end. Oh, so, that's always. So no, what? No, Kyle Juice Check, who fullback for the oh. San Francisco 49ers. Good Juice looking Check, guy. Forty four. I love how all the announcers are like he's the key to their offense. I'm like, okay, maybe it's not Mike McGlinchey mauling people up front, but okay. Definitely Kyle right. check. Here's another here's another good one. Will Demi Lovato's microphone be on a microphone stand? Yes, minus two twenty, no plus one fifty. No, she never sings at a microphone stand. I'm gonna say no. Was she at a microphone stand for the Grammys? Um, yes, but How it was like know? she was like singing Trent, to the... Trent, Trent just goes, no, she never does. Like, you Listen, like it was my, the brother, my brother, he might be listening. I always send my family the link. I'm always yeah. like, you know, tune in. My brother was a huge Demi Lovato guy growing up. So I always kind of, she was in the mix. She, she, was, in the she mix. was in the mix. Miles loved Demi and Brock loved Selena. And then I was just... Oh, Selena? Oh. Are you kidding me? 100%. Even Easily. though Demi Lovato's way better at singing, well, but I'm so I team think, I th- Dude, Demi's a dark horse though. In that in that discussion, you can't I, write yeah, her off. Camp Rock, people do forget yes, that that movie forget. is fire. People forget. Well, she yeah. is not the fire part of that movie, though. Who the Jonas Brothers? Uh, I don't. Mm. They're not even. No, in it's it. it's her mom. The the one from the the Wizards I'm not talking. I'm saying the, I'm I'm talking about the music. Yeah. Oh. oh. I, I, just, I didn't like the last song. Like? I don't yes. know what we're. No, okay. no, no, no. I was I, I was talking about the songs. So I just didn't like. This is me. It's just I don't. I'm not a. That's a jam. It's a good. I feel like if we got a, if it was a Demi Lovato, could is there any, uh, what's, level. is there a prop on like what Shakira and Jennifer Lopez wears? Because last year it was like what shirt Adam Levine yeah, would wear. Yeah, there was there was yeah. one about there was a yes no I saw about does Demi Lovato wear a like a skirt, dress or gown or something? Yeah, but I feel like like what else are you supposed to wear? I don't I don't know. This halftime is gonna be interesting. a jumpsuit, dude. It's gonna be hot. Who else is in it with Shakira and J Lo? There's someone else yeah, who's yeah, supposed to be. Somebody. How is Pitbull not doing this? By the way. I do because not the NFL is just 
What idiots. I need Pitbull in his you white linen though? shirt. Jay-Z is taking over the halftime stuff starting next year. I thought he did it this year. He, like, made the deal this year. I think it was already decided that it would be Shakira and J-Lo. I don't hate Shakira and J-Lo doing it, but when it's in Miami, you got to get Pitbull. Maybe he didn't want to do it, Mr. Worldwide. Maybe Dude. he couldn't. Mr. Mr. 305. Wait a second. Luke Sloan was the one that texted in about this pasta thing. I did thought he? it was one of your buddies. No, it's Luke. Sloan did. Was that a test, Sloan? Were you testing me? I, I failed the test, clearly. <laughs> he tested me about the call to action thing. I hate to see it. Wow. Unbelievable. That, I mean, Unbelievable. That's a, I'm going to say this. people. Sports director Luke Sloan backstabbing us a little bit. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm is he an enemy? Who knows? I got set up. Unreal. The fix, the fix is in. Unreal. Can wow. you believe this? Oh, Bad Bunny is the other person with J-Lo Oh, my God. Get out of my face. I don't need to hear bad. Yeah, is no, it, is that a DJ? Collins, I'm with you all the way. Is that no, a DJ? No, he's, no. A, he's a rapper. But bad I think Bunny? he might be there to do his, he just came out with this song for Kobe. Uh, he might be doing that. He does the song with Cardi that's like, I like it like yeah, that. song is yeah, fun. That is I mean, song. get Cardi in the midst, too, I, for the really duet. Cardi B is yep. the worst. And, Probably no, one of the no, worst. I don't yeah, need Cardi B here. Horrible. Um, how about you this? Stink. Before we end the show, Super Bowl, <laughs> Super Bowl MVP predictions. Ooh, Mahomes. Hey, mm, Tyron Matthew for good odds. Okay. Like, Tyron Matthew gets a pick and maybe like gets a sack. Maybe like a pitch set. I like that. I, I think that's a decent odds. Okay. I'm going to go Mahomes. I think. Yeah. Easily. I think that's the easiest one. Mahomes is the easy one. I'll go I'll go Kelsey. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. See, I was thinking about Kittle too, but I just feel like for a tight end to win it, they got to have like two touchdowns and like 200 yeah. yards. Yeah. It's a tough. I'm, I'm going to say Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm a big narrative guy. Oh, I hate Jimmy. I think he has a big game and then everyone's kind of like, whoa, pump the brakes. This guy's actually good. New Tom Brady. All right. But I think it's also one of those deals where, like, nobody on the 49ers, like, has a great game. Yeah. But they win, so you give it to the quarterback. I do. Yeah. Before we get out of here, does anybody have – have you seen the Tom Brady picture? Is he walking towards the field or away from the field? What a weird move by him. What picture? <laughs> what a weird move. He, so he You've not seen that? Oh, no. you got to see this. Okay. I, it's basically, like, a cryptid message, which I think is supposed to be a Super Bowl halftime. Like, a Super – it's a Super Bowl commercial. Is that what the rumor is? Yes. So yes. it basically looks like that. Yeah, it's wild. And there's no, he had no tats below it. Let me. I it's a black and white picture of him not walking out of a wet, like, rainy tunnel. How'd you not see that? Into Are Gillette you? Stadium. I'm assuming it's Gillette yeah, Stadium. Maybe it's like. That. Okay, we got. We need an answer. Let's I personally, I think it's walking towards the field. Yeah, he's I do walking, too. He's walking towards the field. You can see his heel. His but the foot. right foot. But if you zoom in on it, it looks like he's walking. Towards you, towards the camera, that's away so from the field. Sick. You right. just can't tell. Either way, whatever. Okay, that's it for today. Enjoy the Super Bowl Sunday. That's it for us here at the Green and White Report. For Julian Mitchell, for Ryan Collins, Trent Bailey, Luke Sloan was here today before he stabbed me in the back. Adam Baker doing updates today. Uh, all that good stuff. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, you've been listening to the Green and White Report brought to you by Impact 89 FM WDBM. Join us next Sunday and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Love you guys. See you later. When we dress to kill Every time the ladies pass They be like Can y'all feel me? All ages and races Real sweet faces Every different nation Spanish, Haitian, Indian, Jamaican Black, white, Cuban, or Asian You have been listening to The Green and White Report On WDBM For all your sports news and notes Go to impact89fm.org Slash sports